Welcome to Chatting with Fate Accompli. I'm your host, Logan Wolf, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Scott Jacobson. Hi there, it's me, Scott Jacobson. And uh, I'm not even gonna... I'm not even gonna make a joke about this. I'm just, like, actually upset at this point. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny anymore. Not. Michael's not joining. Gonna have to break his kneecaps next time I see him. Um, anyways, uh... For legal reasons, a joke. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was him getting word from his lawyers on how to respond. <laughs> all about legality and, here on Jedi with Fade Accompli. Yes. Technicality, legality, all of the T's. Must sorry, I'm trying to like think of bad ones off the top of my head. And I could think of one, but I don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, probably shouldn't. Anyways, <laughs> on today's episode, we're just gonna get right into it because no need to banter when it's just us again. <laughs> We don't have good banter. We yeah. have perfunctory exchanges is what we have. <laughs> yes. Big words. Um, We're going to finally go ahead and give our full review. We threatened we were going to do this, and here it comes. We follow through on our threats here. Uh, We're going to talk about our full review of The Last of Us TV show, because it ended like a week or two ago-ish. I, I actually don't know when the episodes actually came out. All I know is we watched them on Friday, so as far as I'm concerned, it's only been about a week. Um, Time is relative <laughs> to me. Yes. <laughs> you understand. Um, I do. But yeah, so this is going to be a review of episode... Well, I, I mean, I guess in total, but we haven't talked about three through however many there are like nine yeah. i think there were yeah. nine episodes and yeah it's a good thing to mention uh we already have talked about the show in some capacity we talked yep. directly about episodes one and two they have their own dedicated episodes uh we are going to talk about the whole series here so yep. uh, i'm just blanket spoiler warning for everything so yep go watch it or stop caring i guess if you want to continue watching this one or listening to this one yeah. uh and so there might be some stuff because we've already talked about the show. There might be some stuff in the very early things we won't touch on too much because we already talked about it. So if we missed something from those earlier episodes, chances are we didn't go listen to those episodes. Like I'm thinking about the uh, the weird like prelude, not quite flashback sections where they uh, have the actual science behind like, yeah, no, th this goes to humans. Everyone dies. There's no cure for it. And we talked about those. Probably won't bring those up uh, much. But that's just an example. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, because they, I think they stopped that what, after like episode three, I think? No, no I think four? it was just the first two. No. Uh, oh, no. For the mycologists? Yeah, only the two. Yeah, sorry. Now I'm trying. Uh... They, they did throughout the series kind of, uh, not every episode, but a lot of episodes did have that, like the first five minutes isn't the present story. Yeah. Okay. They kind of jump that's... around a bit. That that might be what I'm. I might be conflating the two. I thought episode yeah. three started out with like another flashback back, but now I'm. Anyways, no, uh, no. Okay. Episode three was in, the the rest of it was a flashback. Went at the beginning. Oh, great! Uh, <laughs> you can really tell that I really enjoyed this series because I'm remembering so right. much of it. <laughs> right. Well, maybe maybe that's a maybe that's kind of a place to start, I guess, because we did talk. Uh, we we kind of sort of. I guess imagine what our responses would be like going forward. Like, is it going to be well, just? I, 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 I like, was gonna. I, 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 sorry, I, I just. Sorry, you know what? You go. 
your show. You I no, I was just gonna bring that up. Like, if you wanted to see us have like re be like really hopeful, listen to the episode one review. If you want to hear us, or at least me, be dr immediately driven down <clears throat> into the dark despair of oh god, it's gonna be another god awful TV show. Watch episode two. It's such a <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> and what's this one gonna be uh, I, well you probably already know but just pretend you don't it'll be more like a roller coaster yeah exactly stop yeah. thinking <laughs> right well the reason i bring it up is because yeah. i remember saying in that first episode that uh my presumption you know i feigned looking in my crystal ball and how i imagined reacting to the whole series once it was done <laughs> would be that it'd be just kind of boring to talk about because it was just going to be the last of us and the last of us was already good yeah, there'll be some quibbles, but I mean, like, <clears throat> The Last of Us is The Last of Us. And to a point, I think that that still kind of holds. I mean, this is, in the broad strokes, The Last of Us. But honestly, I feel like very, I need to redress that. Very like, broad, very right. broad and wide strokes. Right. Is the, this The, general, the Last of Us. If the you had general to... skeletal structure. Yeah, I was going to say, if you had to condense this into like a one-page summary, they'd probably be pretty accurate. <laughs> right, right. So like, it, it, in the broadest sense, it's still The Last of Us, and I can see if you don't know The Last of Us, it'll still be The Last of Us for you, that's fine. But honestly, I feel a need to redress my statement. Like, it's it's not that The Last of Us is The Last of Us, ergo it's kind of just kind of boring to talk about. It's all of the It's all of the little things, really. Like, the broadest stretches are The Last of Us. It's just all the little changes inside the show they make to certain scenes, they make to certain plot developments that really just maybe don't undo it in a broad sense. But to me, it makes it a very strange adaptation where it's faithful, but it's also, it's not changing in a way that's using the new medium to, you know, enhance a new story or even just tell the old story in a way that could only really be done. New know, medium series. New medium. What? I, I'm sorry. What game a are you talking medium. about? Different medium. The, the, you, moving from you game. Mean to Last show. of Us, the game that's done irreparable damage by making like de like mainstream devs think that they need to make their video games fucking movies. You know they what had I the, mean. They had the perfect formula to just take the fucking cutscenes and put them on TV because it's already a goddamn TV show. And they still screwed it up. I think the whole crux of this <clears throat> show, in comparison to the game, because, like we said, we've played the game, we know that, or we have that experience behind us. The whole crux of my reasoning, why I think, I'm going to come out and say this right now, I think it's bad. And it's because I'm comparing mm -hmm. it to the original. I think it's bad and not worth your time. Um, <laughs> when you mm -hmm. When you have so many other alternatives to experience the better version of it. Um, is that it, it is just this pileup of small changes, small but worse changes, small changes, not for the better. I can't think of a singular small change that enhanced really anything in the show. And maybe that's me being too pessimistic, but I, I genuinely can't. I, I, I really can't think of anything that even some of the stuff I liked, right. I still am like, I, it's still not as good. <laughs> right. I am trying to think. Like, I, I feel like even the best stuff, like the thing that probably stuck out to me the most as a change that is notable would be, you know, something like uh, Sam being deaf now. But that's yeah. not, I, I wouldn't even say that 
I mean, I, that's a fine change. But yeah, that's also no, the kind of yeah. the thing. It, it's very lateral to me. Like, it, okay. I see yeah, it. What, 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 yeah. I, I don't know that it necessarily enhances anything. I don't mind it. I don't think it hurts anything. But in terms I, of improvements, I'm, yeah. I, and again, maybe this is just, this is just me being like trying to maybe think of like, okay, why did they make this change? Honestly, I kind of feel like it's because they're like, okay, because we have a bunch of other crap for no reason that we need to shove into this show, our time with Sam and Henry are going to be a lot less. And therefore we need something to immediately like make audience members be like, ah, ah, they're like, okay, let's make right. him deaf. And it's just like, uh, you know, that'll immediately attach like, oh, he's a, he's someone with a disability really trying to make it in the world. And just like having that immediate you know, like connection and like, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, empathy, I guess. I, yeah. I, I like, I, yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's, and this might just be me being too cynical, uh, but I, I am giving them no credit <laughs> whatsoever. When have you given anyone credit on anything it, yeah, <laughs> when it comes to something uh, like this? Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> when it comes to a Druckmann but, product, especially. Yeah, yes. Um, I, I do think it's probably, and again, it's not like it's the worst thing, but I do feel like it's kind of something they changed just so they can get the more sympathetic people to like immediately endure to uh, Henry. Or, wait, is it Henry or Sam? Sorry. Well, Henry's the, the older brother. Sam's the younger sorry, brother. Sorry, Sam. Sorry. But that's I mean, it, I mean, it yeah. counts for both because, you know, Henry's got to take care of him, and that's, yeah, a, yes, that's an extra consideration. Yes, 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 yes. And, and, and it's not like it's a bad device if you have, you know, characters that you're trying to get the audience to connect to very quickly and not just have them be the, you know, just like, oh, red shirts, you know, red flags, crimson flags, you know, whatever, don't care. But again, you had a formula. You didn't... Well, I think the yeah. thing that really that why that one comes to my brain is like that's a that's a fine change is because yeah. it's not a lot of the other changes have a problem to me where the big thing, which is funny because it actually is the little things, the little things. <laughs> it, it, it There's a lot of changes made to the material, some more substantial than others. But yeah. that Henry Sam thing is one of the few times where the change isn't towards killing subtlety in articulating the themes or yes. creating a redundancy. Yep. in the themes and unfortunately that's something that it just it does a lot like i yep like can we <laughs> sorry because i'm thinking of redundancies can we take because I, I we have to mention this i don't think and i just want to do it now to get it out of the way because i i i just i need i need to bring it up needs because it is something grabby it is so, it is so strange because Druckmann relies on this constantly especially when it's like his own work last of us part two did this of just it didn't happen a lot but it happened enough to be like what the sorry i'm gonna stop beating around the bush Druckmann loves to use pregnancies to push plot forward i we do I don't need to know, talk i about don't this. know what the fuck is wrong with Druckmann, but like it, it, it's to a point where it feels like a fixation at this point. Because, like, it's... the first game 
I don't think had any pregnancy. There might have been, you know, a note you can collect that alluded to it. I didn't really read them, I'll be honest. But like in in terms of characters, in terms of directly showing you someone who's pregnant, no, there wasn't any of that in the first game. No, Part two, no. multiple people had it. And then now with the show, they've gone back and put pregnancy in the first story. They made Joel's sister-in-law pregnant for some reason. And then at the end, I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, they made Maria pregnant. And then in the last episode, they explore Ellie's origins by making her birthed through a pregnancy. It's like. And you know, as opposed to not being (laughs) well, okay, you don't know she could have been birthed out of a fungus. That's how she's immune. She could have grown out of the wall. That's a good point. Yeah, but that one I do find kind of funny because it is Ashley Johnson giving birth to Ellie, which is Ellie giving birth to Ellie. And (laughs) yeah, but I don't, I don't think that's supposed to be funny, but it's funny. I mean, yes, it was funny. Like as we were talking about, like aha, you know, that's you know the, and then one of us just kind of had like I think it was Michael. Because, of course, he's not here. But I think it was Michael who was literally right. like, wait a minute, they're doing pregnancy again. It's just like, oh, my God, he's right. It's like, so. Oh, no, I think that was me because we play- oh, was I played. You? Michael didn't really play part two, so he wouldn't. Uh... Oh, OK, maybe it was you then. Maybe I don't know. Someone Michael, had Michael like identified a... it was Ellie is what he did. <clears throat> no, I did. like uh, Ashley Johnson. No, no, oh, no. sorry. I identify. I identified it was Ellie by the, and then Michael identified it was Ashley Johnson because I had no idea who. I didn't remember the voice actor's name. I think that's how that went. Michael's not here. It to, was a team like, effort. It was yeah, a team say, effort. Michael's Michael's not here to uh, disagree with me, so uh, that's what I'm gonna say happened. Um, you know, it's funny <laughs> to think that I remember Michael being totally useless in that scenario. Like, yeah, really I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. He, yeah, Jesus, I don't know why we do I things. <laughs> I, I thought it was really rude of him to start looking at stocks on his iPad while we were watching the show, but I guess yeah. that's the life of an investment banker. And he can't say it's not. Yeah, yeah, he can't. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> any more mud to sling, or are we gonna keep going here? Yeah, no, we're. I think we're good. Um, but uh, sorry, I just wanted to point out because it's not like, it's not like you can't have like pregnancies in a story. Like that's fine. Like especially in like a post-apocalypse, like having like something in like a note or like a little offshoot kind of thing. I think the closest just... that we. Like one yeah. subplot, like one. Yeah, one, a singular subplot. But the reason why this is so strange, and I know we really only mentioned four, and you're like, okay, that's not really, you know, like that's like, you know, that's not that many. Four is not that big of a number. But the context is all of those pregnancies not only are happening to like main characters or something, but they're specifically driving the plot. Right. That that's that that is strange. That is and it's not like they have to do with each other. It is it, like it's yeah. not like it's not like okay, it's like two pregnant ladies and they're like going through something. So you know, you have double pregnancy. Okay, then that's both pushing the story forward. No. Last of Us Part 2 completely unrelated characters that were both <laughs> pregnant and then in the show Maria is now pregnant, which directly affects Tommy and him refusing to take Ellie anywhere, or at least that conflict. So that directly impacts the main story and Ellie's mom being pregnant with her. And the way that she becomes immune is she got bit and then she cut the umbilical cord like after she got bit and that's how it grew in her again. I guess technically maybe the Ellie one makes the most 
he's really he's really pushing it out here. <laughs> like I'm, but there's so many other ways. You didn't have to do it that way, but he used pregnancy again. Neil in a Druckmann, story that didn't have pregnancy in it. No, before. he also they also decided just to straight up reveal how Ellie was immune, which that's something else about the show, and uh, is it takes away a lot of mystery and a lot of thought well not even really that like there's a lot of a lot of times some certain certain things about the last of the story could be vague but the thing is it wasn't really the stuff that you needed to know you didn't really need to know how the outbreak started the logistics behind oh it probably got in the floor don't Uh, even get me started on logistics these mother these motherfuckers nothing gets logan more fired up than a good logistics dude no okay if you're gonna bring up logistics because this show loves to bring up like logistics you're right for a bunch of bullcrap that nobody cares about in well not a bunch of bullcrap that isn't really relevant like, how did the outbreak right. start? It's like, we saw how it happened from Joel. Uh, from Joel's perspective, we don't need everyone else's. Like, it, whatever. Who cares? We don't right. need the logistics of how cordyceps is, how how it does things, and how screwed we would be if it did that. Like, they give us a bunch of bullcrap, like, explaining things. But then when it comes to the main story and the actual plots, they say, logistics? What the fuck is that? And they throw it out the window. <laughs> That's what's absolutely one of the most annoying things about the show is that they go to these lengths to justify things or explain things. And then they go complete. They like they take that hard science and then they soften it so hard. It's not even a liquid. It's gaseous science. Yeah, it's it's I, in the air. Like they we talked about this before. But again, it bears repeating. They go into detail with these, you know, these older <laughs> mycologists talking about cordyceps and like, yeah, there's no cure or anything like that. Uh, this is how cordyceps works. And then they make cordyceps not work how cordyceps works. Yeah, exactly. They've it's... got these like fungus <laughs> networks in the ground, which is a fungus thing. But the thing about cordyceps is that, to the best of my knowledge, uh, if any mycologists in the chat want to you know, let me know, uh, they live hi- chat it hijacks. streaming this right now, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> They'll find a way. They're mycologists, Logan. They're the coolest people alive. True. <laughs> uh, it, it it it's a real via a real fungal infection in ants and it'll basically hijack the ants body and walk them to a proper altitude that will allow them to disperse their spores and basically spread themselves so why are there no spores in the there, se- series there's oh no my spores, god there's no gas masks you, i scott i literally forgot that they never i uh do, don't they put on gas masks like literally once i don't think once oh i could be wrong I want to say but in like episode. I remember. Two, I just remember in episode one, they went in the room where someone was fused to a wall in fungus, and they're yeah. like poking it. And he's like, "Yeah, that's still fresh." And like, "Great, mask up, please." Yeah, Scott, that is a fantastic point. As much as they talk about cordyceps and how dangerous and crap it is, they never actually show it. At wow, they really never show how dangerous it actually is, do they? No. They never show it. The right. infected take. I, you know what I feel like they tried to do, is they try and the game kind of did this, but it was a lot more. There was still focus on the infected because it is a part of their world and a strange part of their world. I kind of feel like they tried to take the Walking Dead approach, and make it sort of like because if you don't know with the Walking Dead. The title isn't referring to the zombies. It's referring to, like, the human survivors. 
Um, Whoa! And, and, and the whole point of The Walking Dead is to follow the survivors and kind of how they're dealing with it and trying to like rebuild and survive afterwards. And the zombies are kind of like an afterthought. Or like, you know, they're like in the world. They're like part of the danger. But like, it's really about the characters and them, you know, uh, getting through things and the stories between uh, them. Right. And I kind of feel like they tried at least with the show to kind of go more of that route, but then like completely ignored the science. But because the, I, sorry, I'm like stuttering over all my words here because the, what the walking dead does is yes. Are the zombies kind of like icing on the cake? Yes, but they are still there. They are still a danger. The characters oh, still have damn to, it. <laughs> the characters still have to deal with them. They have, you know, uh, plots around them they use them it's still like in the story i feel like with the show it, it it's kind of like it's like yeah there are cordyceps and we'll have like one episode like really showing infected or, no uh no yeah one episode kind of around infected and kind of how dangerous it is and then we'll have a couple more scenes with like infected and then we'll completely forget they exist <laughs> right and, Honestly, it fe- it feels kind of like they wanted to they wanted to be the cool kid, you know, like oh zombies. No, this is real science and whatnot. You know, this is this is the real world. You know, this is this is real. This is reality. This is, this is real world. life. But and then but but they lean so hard into it. Then I have to question. Well, why isn't it acting like it should be acting? Why are you making these weird networks through the ground? Why are you like making them? I, what even what is even the term for it they have like the fungus coming out of their throats like and then, and then they that's not how the, that's not how this more it's like moving like tendrils like it's like yeah. autonomous like that's not fungus no that's the yeah. t virus you yeah, have been infected I, with the t virus I, I was i was gonna say it went it, it and it didn't go as resident evil as it could have all right i was expecting like some uroboros level Resident Evil, especially after that fucking makeout session with Tess. Like, I was just like, this is gonna get stupid. But it never really delved into the infected in any meaningful manner. And so we kind of, which, you know, like, good and bad thing. (laughs) Bad because they're part of the world and they should be an actual threat instead of people just fucking talking about them. And good thing because they didn't besides that one scene which honestly kind of ruined it anyways but they, they didn't such a weird they scene they didn't have the chance to go full resident evil so no it, it was wearingly close though it, it was yes i could have blinked and it wouldn't have been boston anymore it would have been a raccoon i wouldn't have batted an eye yeah yes but yeah. but the thing is like they delve yeah. into that so much in the show like with with two segments about it, still can't get yeah. over it. Two whole segments about it, but then it's like, I don't. I, but it, that's the, the oh, sorry, thing. sorry. I kind of trail yeah. off there. And yeah, the sorry. the game doesn't do that. Like, no, it doesn't. Sure, the maybe what cordyceps is in the game isn't quite up to scientific code, but they don't explore it. So it's, it's not a... really a question. The infection does what the infection needs to do. We don't need to worry about the logistics. Well, how did it spread? It doesn't matter. What's important to the story is that it did spread. Yeah. And the whole central core of it is that maybe we can stop it from being spread. False. 
but like we Incorrect, don't need yes. to know how it was in the flower. We don't need to, you know, sure some background about how society broke down that Joel gives when he's talking to Ellie. That's fine. Stuff like that's okay. It's just <clears throat> yeah. a little bit too much. Like by keeping things vague oh, in the game, uh, we don't need to question it too much. Scott, it just I, works how it needs to work. I uh I I I disagree wholeheartedly in meaning and let me I'll explain real quick that it's not that it doesn't it's it's not that it's a little too much it's way too much mm. the first two i feel like the series was hoping and praying to the good lord above that you forgot the first two openings of the first two episodes because by the end of it they're trying to like they basically at the end of the show like they add in they don't do what the game did and again kept it vague didn't really say what they were doing with cordyceps or uh with ellie in terms of the surgery um <clears throat> they explain that you know they're gonna i'm trying to remember exactly what i don't think they really went into the science of it i'm pretty sure they just said no they they did in the show oh, well did. more than no, no, the no, game. no in the game no i'm oh, talking oh, about in the game, game they didn't no no, no, no. in okay, the game yes. they were like we are going to harvest it from her brain and make a vaccine out of that. And that's okay. pretty much where it started. And yes. Okay. Yes. That is what I thought. But in the show, they try and be like, oh, they're going to take the chemical reactions from her brain or something. They basically tried to solve the issue that scientists today cannot solve. I I have no, and I, I don't know if maybe mm -hmm. that's like a theory that that would be possible. I don't know enough about fungal infections to know. But with the evidence that the show has given me, with people from 20 years ago with much better equipment, with a lot better everything, saying it is not possible, I... I when the when they told me we can take when they spouted science mumbo jumbo at me, I did not believe them. <laughs> I was just I like, I don't like your funny words, Magic Man. No, I was just like, Marlene, you're telling me this random guy, this random surgeon guy that you have that you found from somewhere, which I don't even know his fucking qualifications. You're telling me he has found something. And, like, he's discovered this. Like, sure, maybe – no, I was going to say, yeah, even – no, even if he spent the last 20 years researching it, you, again, you have worse equipment. And, like, that one doctor lady, she was, like, I don't know, the head of sciences for how many goddamn, like, decades? Like, even if he, that's – She was pretty whole, elderly. She had experience. She had a lot of experience. And I was going to say, oh, because it's your whole world that, you know, that's what you're researching. But she went into that field. So it, right. she spent her life. The government came to her because she was such a fucking expert. So no, that even takes my attempted explanation for them out the window. <laughs> so, right. No, right. I don't. It's they again. They are so insistent on giving the logistics behind everything. And I, I don't think Marlene in the game says that they're going to give the vaccine to everyone. I think they just say they're going to make a vaccine. Right? Yep, that's pretty much it. A vaccine. Okay. A vaccine. But in the show, she gives a bunch of science mumbo bullshit, and then she says, and we're going to make a vaccine, and we're going to give it to everyone. And my first thought was like, okay, show, you bitch. <laughs> you want to spit, log spit logistics at me? 
How are you going to have the equipment to mass produce this? How are you going to, you know, disperse it to everyone, uh, apparently? And how are you going to choose who to give it to and who not to give it to? Are you going to give it to Fedra, your mortal enemies? Are you going to give it to the band uh, bandits and the raiders and the cannibals? Like, are you going to give it to all of them? Who Who is deciding? And how are you going to protect it? You're like the fireflies. First, the patents. <laughs> like the fireflies are like falling apart at this point. The last of them are in the hospital. Joel kills them all. Like, because that's the whole thing with part two is that after Joel killed them in the in the hospital, the fireflies are gone. Like they're right. they're scattered. I mean, oh. all we've done throughout the game and indeed the show is go to places where the fireflies should be and see and, negative fireflies. Yeah, it's like, how the fuck are you going to do any of that? Right. And, and not only like, that, too. Uh, you want another logistic? I'm pretty uh -oh. sure. could be wrong. I'm pretty yeah. sure when the Joel and Ellie were talking in one of the episodes, they actually no, I don't even think they need to do that because one of the because uh, one of the flashbacks was. Yeah, they pretty much they never really confirmed the scope of the outbreak. In the Last of Us, we could assume that was kind of the world, but they never really specified. Maybe it doesn't. I need think to... you're right, <laughs> but they specify in the show that the entire world is yeah. gone. <laughs> so what are you going to do? You're going to get it to the entire world. How are you going to get it across the Atlantic Ocean? What about the uh, Pacific? What are you going to do? What is What it, are you going to do? This, this is, is the part that I've always disliked about the Last of Us story to a point because they try it because. Like, all of this is true for the game. No, it never makes sense to me. Like, what are you going to do? You can't make anything. Well, hold you on, hold on, do hold on, hold on. But then hold in on. the show... Can, can I hold on to you? Can, can... If you... If you... If you whisper in my ear, how do you do it? <laughs> Sorry, I was just going to say... Um, but I feel like the difference between the show and the game is... I swear in the game... Like, if you actually take the time to read the notes... Like, it, it, doesn't it... I feel like... Um, I remember it like painting the fireflies in not like more of a gray light. You know what I mean? Like they're not like some altruists trying to do things. It's just like, no, they're still kind of like shitheads, but they're like desperately clinging on to a cure. Maybe actually, maybe that's the better word is that yeah. with the notes, you can see that they're not, they don't necessarily know what they're doing. They're just so desperate that they're just hanging on to any um implication of a cure and they, they will pursue any extreme to try and get that because they have like this grand delusions of saving the world whereas in the show they're just like nah we're gonna do it mm. we're going with we are altruistic gray what's gray i only know black and white <laughs> right but like even still like all of that stuff is vague enough in the game to the point where it still doesn't make sense and it still completely justifies Joel's actions, in my opinion. Maybe not the entire murder part, but you know what I mean. Saving Ellie, because there's not going to be a cure. But the fact that, you know, they go into the logistics to prove that not only is it going to be more impossible to disseminate a cure, but the point of making a cure in the first place is futile. Because all of these fungus people are saying, no, you're not going to make a cure. And like... The outbreak happened in 2003, and that's where the, the second... I want to call it a flashback. It's not really a flashback, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Where the mycologist is like, yeah, no, burn the city. If this gets yeah. out, then the world is over. And so it's like, what do you... So now you're proving my point, too. Like, well, it's there's also not, like... You're not going to be a cure. The technology. It may be 20 years later, but technology did not advance 20 years 
after that mycologist because the no. world ended. There's no, no there's no forward yeah. momentum here. You are on 2003 technology. You're not if creating you're anything. If you're lucky, if you're, lucky you're on 2003 if, technology. Right. <laughs> if anything, it probably went backwards. Yes, exactly. Again, this show loves to give me logistics. All right, motherfucker, you want to play that game? Let's play that game. <laughs> this is why, again, again, I would... Uh, we were talking it, it's been kind of a running joke uh, like amongst our group whenever we like watch this kind of thing like I, I would love i would love to see logan and like neil Druckmann in a room and just like because <laughs> I, I would love so to, love I, it i would buy popcorn <laughs> well because even i like i because part of me would like to just go off on him and just be like you're such a fucking hack but there's there is another part of me that wants to have a genuine conversation and just be like, okay, like legitimately, seriously, what is the thought process here? Like, did you just is it really that surface level that you're not thinking of these things? Or do you have some sort of explanation that is very poorly explained to us? <laughs> like, I, I just I am so curious See, it, about it, what's going yeah. on in his head. If like I could how... be in a room with Neil Druckmann and I could ask him two questions, the first thing I'd ask him is, are you working on Jack 4? Because I'd love a position. I think I have some good ideas on Jack 4. <laughs> uh, then the second question would be, really, what's the pregnancy thing? What, what's your deal here? I, I legitimately just, be, it's such that a would strange be one of my yeah. fixation. To, and I, I, I feel like his answer would be something like, oh, well, in the world of death, creating new oh life. Oh my God. And then I would... <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind, and I would I would steal all his financial information and make several large purchases. I'm so upset. <laughs> I know uh, we were having this conversation, and again, I feel like it was another eureka Wait, actually, moment. Sorry, yeah. I, I've, something popped in my head. Not even pregnancies. Pregnancies where the people who are pregnant make terrible decisions regarding their pregnancies. <laughs> yes. Oh, like my fucking Mel God. in part two. It was eight months pregnant, and she's like, I don't want to sit at home. I want to go on the front lines where the death cult stabs people in the stomach. Like, and don't and like. And then Ellie's mom in the show, what, what is she doing? I, thought, I, I was thinking about this the other, today. What is she What was she doing out there? <laughs> she was clearly, know. she knew Marlene her whole life. She could have been at, like, what, some firefly camp? Why was she alone being chased by a zombie in the middle of the countryside? Well, what, the, okay, what hold was she doing? Here. Here's the other question. Yes, all of these pregnant people make terrible decisions. Yes, that in and of itself. Very strange. Very like, what the hell are you doing? She was in labor, too! I need... I need my other question to Neil Druckmann would be like, my guy, and like, this is 100% serious, do you have friends? <laughs> because... If my friend was eight months pregnant and she was trying to go on the front lines, I would say, bitch, sit your ass down. You're not fucking going anywhere. Like. No. Yeah. No. If you're if your <sighs> friend is telling you. Yeah. No, I actually arranged for the pregnant lady to come with us because you two seem like you've been a little frosty lately. I feel like we should. We got to calm down a bit. We got to punch you in the mouth like, and be like, are you stupid? <laughs> I, it doesn't I, make sense. It doesn't make any sense. All of the, they're like, oh my god, none of these people are real people. They all must secretly hate each other. I just, it's like, because, and you might, some people might argue like, oh, well, it's her, it's, you know, it's her choice, it's her life. It's just like, 
I mean, yeah, to a point. <laughs> I, I I would vo- I would be that I, I think that's if the my odds concern. weren't so stacked. If it wasn't well, a war, if it wasn't a stomach stabbing war. Well, and it's just like and but that's the thing is none of the friends question it. They're not they're not like they're like the, the like the furthest they go is like, are you sure that's a good idea? Like, are you sure you shouldn't tell Owen the father and Mel being the stupid bitch she is? It's just like, why would I tell Owen? It's like, I don't know, maybe because he's the dad. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, if one of my friends, I, like, even now, if I had a, a a friend who was a girl and she was, like, very far along in her pregnancy, she's like, Logan, let's go, like, skateboarding or something. <laughs> I would be like, I have to, uh, um, are you think, are, are you, did you think today? <laughs> like <laughs> let's just go to pittsburgh in. and chase the philly fanatic around let's well that might be fun <laughs> yeah no, okay but, wait a minute no but seriously it's just like i would be like uh mm, mm, no i'm not comfortable enabling you to do that <laughs> in fact i'm going to try very hard to convince you otherwise but actually no i'll do everything one... in my power to prevent this from happening <laughs> Because, but no one does that in this in this show in the game uh, part two specifically because part one didn't have any fucking pregnancies. Um, <laughs> Easy way to avoid that problem: just don't yeah. get pregnant. Well, yeah, idiot. <laughs> this post was made by Abstinence Gang. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I just it, it, I again. There's a part of me that wants to just 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 rip into Druckmann. But there's another part of me that is just too genuinely curious about what the fuck is going on in his head. And also how he got, like, how, how did it get, like, published? <laughs> like, how did nobody look at this and be like, this is kind of stupid? <laughs> like, I, it, I mean, it's got to be the people you know, but, like, oh, oh, oh. Right. But kind of to, to go back to what I was talking about with uh, how some of the changes uh, create a sort of redundancy, and it's very unfortunate. Uh, I feel like we, we're missing, we're skirting around the obvious, like the, probably the most significant adjustment to the uh, existing material that there is in the show. And that's episode three, long, long time. That is the one, that's the Bill one, in case you at home are uh, <laughs> don't remember everything about that. Uh, I feel like episode three... I don't know if you agree with me. Probably. I don't know if you do. Uh, yeah. Episode three is probably the best in the series. Yeah. Like legitimately. Yes. I feel like it's uh, it's probably the, the best in the series. And for my, my money, it's because it actually does do what I feel like, I guess maybe I personally would have wanted a last of a show to do is to actually use its new format as a show to talk about areas of the world in the game universe that we just really couldn't delve into too much just because of it was a game we could only really we stuck with joel we could only really see what he saw like it let us see something we really didn't get to see in the games and also gave us a little fun uh recontextualization for joel by having him have brunch with uh, <laughs> bill and frank that was fun yeah see, that that's using the material in a new way and i appreciate that and i like that and it's also just a nice story. Like people like that one, and I understand it. It's nice. Gay people have their up. I like that. <laughs> but I have my issue with the episode isn't so much that. It's how it comes back to the main plot. 
I remember when we were watching it, Logan, you weren't sure that it fit the Last of Us <clears throat> universe, that whole little uh, diversion, as it were. Yeah. I I don't agree <clears throat> with that sentiment. You can defend yourself later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, I don't... I think the opposite. I think it fits perfectly fine with The Last of Us. It's just that it fits too well. What I mean by that is that... <clears throat> so, like, the core of The Last of Us story, right, yeah. is... It's a story about love. More specifically, you know, w- loving someone so much that they are the world to you. They are worth more than the world. If I were to ever lose you, you would surely <laughs> lose my... Oh, now you're now you're making me think of Pearl Jam, you monster. Sorry, anyway. I still can't believe that was a real song. I feel like I have to mention that every time because it just... I still can't believe Joel heard it at one concert and memorized it. Thank you, yeah. Neil Druckmann. That's impeccable. Uh, but anyway, so it's a story about love, loving people yeah. a lot. And so as we go through The Last of Us, you know, we we find these uh, new uh, places and faces and all these people who have someone they care about. And we see what happens when, you know, the some the person they love, who is essentially the world to them, ends or is threatened. Like the most obvious example would be, you know, Henry and Sam. Sam gets bitten. You know, Henry puts him down. The world ends for Henry in that moment. And his choice is to go with it. Yeah. And then you have, uh, to a lesser extent, Tommy uh, back in uh, Jackson. Where uh, he, you know, there's thugs and bandits raiding the power plant, you know, they're harassing the town. But his position, he needs to stay and protect his people because, you know, that's his world. He loves him. He's loved his wife. All about it. And then we have Bill's town. Bill has been separated from Frank for a while. And at the end of his subplot, he finds that Frank is dead. He's hung himself. There's no reconciliation to be had. At the very end, Joel's talking to Bill and he tries to bring it up. And he's like, that's a rough deal. Bill doesn't even respond to that. He just says, you ain't going to make it. He does not even engage in the conversation because Bill's choice when the world ends is to just keep going. Because in that conversation, you get this idea that if Bill takes a second to confront it and realize what happened and kind of like internalize it, that's it. So he's just not even giving it the time of day. He's going to keep going. He just keeps going. He's outrunning it. Yeah. But in the show, they turn it into another the world ends, I go with it. Like it is with Sam and Henry because they that's the whole resolution of that episode. They have their Romeo and Juliet uh, shared suicide moment. <clears throat> and it's like, we already have that, you know, I the end world ends, I go with it. And all, all it really ends up doing to the Joel story because, you know, they don't even <clears throat> see Joel and, uh, Joel and Allie don't even see Bill and Frank because Bill and Frank are already dead at this point. Yeah. All they do is they, they read a letter and the letter that Bill left for Joel is literally spelling out what motivates Joel at the ending. Well, we yeah. love someone so much, God help anyone in the way. Like, it, it takes, it's a very nice subplot on its own. But in the context of the show, <clears throat> it not only feels thematically redundant, but also incredibly unsubtle. Oh, God, yes. Are you joking? <laughs> Do I sound like I'm joking to you? I don't know, Scott. You're kind of a little bit of a prankster. <laughs> the trickster. Yeah, it's it's literally just spelling out what happens in the ending. And I, that happens a lot, but it's particularly notable there because it's literally the character sitting around a table and talking about it. Literally reading it aloud. Yeah, I... <sighs> And it's unfortunate because that's that's a nice episode. Nick Offerman does an incredible job. No, oh, okay. Uh, here is what I will say about episode three because it is my favorite, and I think this is a pr- this. 
and I want everyone to keep in mind, I like this episode. I like this story. The only thing I don't like about this, honestly, is the one scene where they're defending their uh, home from like bandits and whatnot. And Bill's being a fucking idiot and shooting at them from the middle of the goddamn road. It's like, Bill, you live oh, in for- like... Bill forgot he did that. <laughs> that's... He's got like five houses fenced off. He could he's have also... so much cover. He's just in he's... the middle of the road. He's also a survivalist. Like, come on, you're not like, come on, you built a whole fucking town, and then when you're trying to shoot people, you stand out in the middle with zero cover. Come on. Sorry, that it's that's been just... ten years. What was the planning for? <laughs> I don't know. That sorry, that's a little nitpick. I... Oh, sorry, I'm. I... No, that's a that's a that's a understandable criticism well they no because I, I i don't want to tangent because there there i feel like there are a lot of times where these characters who are have who have bleh, who have supposedly been surviving in this rough and tumble world act like complete idiots who have never stepped outside in their lives i <clears throat> let's stick with episode three because I, th- I, we're probably we'll, gonna we'll get, get to it, Logan. We'll get yeah, to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to sorry, it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, but I, um, I, sorry. Yes, I like this episode. If I remove the context that it, this is in The Last of Us, if I remove that, I'm like, okay, can someone, if they were so prepared, I guess, like make this town their own little haven? Yeah, sure. Why not? And can we have a love story that's well told with uh, to, with a gay couple? Yes, absolutely. I think it was uh, well told. I just disagree that it fits in The Last of Us. Like, I, And I get what you're saying in terms of the redundancy. But I really feel like in the game, what Bill and Frank's story really kind of showed is... Unlike Sam and Henry, unlike Joel and Ellie, where, you know, it's two, well, Sam and Henry were already together, but the whole, like, you know, you go, I go, um, but Joel and Ellie's was that, but also it was like, you know, the coming together, like how the world comes, or like how this terrible world brings two people together, um, you know, when they're going on this journey together. But what I feel like Bill and Frank's story really showed that is not shown anywhere else is how this awful fucked up world can tear people apart. And I feel like that's really what I, mm. I feel like that's why it stuck with me in the game and why I was so disappointed with the direction they took in the show is they made it. It's basically like a, it's honestly like a play like it's it's so goddamn romantic and ideal and uh, Id- uh, idyllic 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 idyllic. It's so idyllic where I'm just like, I. It, it's like too happy. Right. It's too happy for The Last of Us. And again, the reason I really liked it in the original is because Bill didn't get that closure. He there's there is something to be said where media has the balls to really portray when like not everyone's going to get a happy ending. This world is especially their world is a cruel and unhappy place. You should experience a subplot, a story, something that shows just like the worst side of it. And I feel like Bill and Frank's um, subplot, even though it wasn't that long in the game, I feel like it really at least touches on that. Like it touches on the surface. Like, Hey, these characters are like a representation of what probably happened to a lot of people. The world came in. They may have found each other, found some comfort. But at the end of the day, 
this place is gonna like the world is gonna kick your teeth in and sometimes that tears you apart from the people you love the most and again and i feel like that's why it kind of that's why um joel and ellie's story is so compelling because they didn't get torn apart they didn't let the world tarry uh, you know uh turn uh, have them turn against each other but you don't get any of that in the show it's just yeah yeah it, it's it's very I, I, I do redundant, agree. and it doesn't show that duality, which I feel like is really missing. Mm -hmm. I feel like you bring up a good point where uh, it feels like a lot of what they've done to the show is at the cost of Joel and Ellie's relationship. Mm -hmm. Like maybe it's just because of the game. You had no choice; you were together, no <laughs> matter what you wanted to do. She's there; you can't escape it. And yeah. so that gave a lot of opportunities for you know additional dialogue you may not get because you didn't walk over to the movie poster or something. Uh, but it, it feels like the show's in a weird no man's land between doing stuff like the Bill stuff, adding new subplots like whatever the hell was going on in Kansas City. I'm still not quite clear on it with the <laughs> Sam and know. Henry. But it. Fedra and Rebellion and woo. Right. But they don't dwell on that stuff enough to like fully turn it into like a proper subplot. They just have. Uh, like a five minute scene of characters discussing uh, it's usually discussing one scene that happened to them years ago and how that turned them into the person they are today yeah As and in the meantime <laughs> yeah but that that leaves us with honestly little time with joel and ellie like i'm trying to think they, pound for pound they have mm -hmm. some moments and i'm not gonna say it was like totally unbelievable that they ended up where they did but it it really jarred me in the last episode, how talkative Joel became. Oh my god, like, he even would in the not game, shut he up. He, like in the game, he crap. was a bit more open there, but he was still this. You know, yeah, he wasn't talking no. too much. Joel was like making jokes. He's cracking wise. He's talking about Boggle, invoking damn Boggle. It no, was, it's it, it didn't feel totally earned. This no, it. I will be a hundred percent. My feelings on it, it did not feel earned at all, because mm. we. It, you're you're a hundred percent right in saying that what really really suffered probably the most in terms of all the little decisions they that they, they decided to make was joel and ellie's relation uh yeah relationship sorry and what's the right word Take the transition word. from because even when they get to like david's like like joel's a bit more open you know he's being a bit more whatever but the transition from uh uh from pre-david to post-david is like it's way too much of a jump oh it's way too much and joel and again you're right joel in the game he was open and you know he's a lot more uh sorry after they you know get to know each other more he's a lot more open when they talk like he's not as reserved but that doesn't mean he talks more he 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 didn't really pick up and start like necessarily interacting more but when ellie interacted with him he was a lot more open to it like he didn't like immediately shut it down he you know he would actually talk to her but he's not out there like starting conversations and like constantly talking about shit like I, I... right like he'll bring up stuff like oh i found a guitar over there maybe you'd like to learn and a little bit of backstory about like yeah play guitar. like Okay, in the game, that was fine. You know, little bits like that. Every single thing they come across in the show 
It's too much. No, Joel talks way too much in the last episode. My God. I, and I, and I guess it's supposed to be him trying to kind of get Ellie out of the mindset of what happened previously with David. Um, Fuck it. Do we just want to like transition like, and, and talk about like the quote unquote, one of the villains, David, I don't know. Do we have anything between episode three and the start of David we really want to touch on? Uh, I mean, the only other thing between that time frame that came to mind was the Kansas City stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. I've already kind of got, but I already kind of touched on it. Like, I don't, that subplot was completely strange. I don't really understand what I was supposed to take away from that. They added a, uh, for context, they added like a whole new villain and like a whole new faction in Kansas City. Like in the game, Sam and Henry were running from something, but it's never really clear. And again, doesn't really matter. Um, Right. They're on the run. People got guns. Do the arithmetic. Yeah, but then for some reason they decide to exposit on this backstory of this one uh, in Kansas City and Fedra and people ratting on their neighbors and stuff. And I, I don't know, trying to bring like a, a parallel with McCarthyism and shit like that. And it's, it's, it's like I, this is for like two episodes. The villain, I'm quite literally sure her name was Karen the most unintimidating person I've ever met. She's like a goddamn soccer mom. And like, don't get me wrong. It's not like, it's not like those kinds of people can't, you know, like lead and they can't be fearsome. She never does anything that's fearsome. And everyone just kind of follows her and is afraid of her because the show says so. Like, Oh, her name is Kathleen. Kathleen. Yeah, whatever. Close enough. It, it, a lot of the letters are shared. I'm not even sure. Like, what were we supposed to be intimidated by her? I don't. I really have know no what idea. Well, no, she was going for she... like she killed some hostages at some point. But the way she I was don't really talking... know why they were there. Well, but the way she was talking to one of that be- like that one bearded guy, like she kept you know talking to him because he's the underling and she's just like well i you know some bullshit about like oh she's making the plans and uh, blah 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 and like i'm not forgiving and all, all this other kind of crap and it, like the people were acting like they were intimidated by her and it's just like uh, soccer mom she like, her really? inflection is just like come Re- on oh my god yes just tell her- me where he is no yeah i'm com- that's like why she's I'm schooling com- children and i don't know that's- maybe that's what they were going for but why were they going for that like it's not intimidating. Weird. It's not. Mm. It, I felt threatened by her. Not at all. They give her some weird moment, too, where she's talking to her second in command. I'm not even joking for like three minutes uninterrupted. And she delivers this monologue about how. Uh, what even was that? It was like there was she had a brother and uh, yeah. she was scared of thunder. And so the brother would put her in the safety box. Or something like some little backstory about her past. about, And then, you know, she's talking about how she's the thing she's doing now. Her brother wouldn't approve. But and she knows that and she's OK with that. And I'm not quite sure if they were supposed to if that was supposed to make me feel sympathetic for her or if she was if it was supposed to build this sort of sociopathic. I know what I'm not I'm doing is wrong. I'm just doing the fun thing. It's in this think... weird middle ground. I don't know how to feel about her. I don't know what they're no, going I... for. 
I think that was supposed to be people being like, oh, you know, because it's the trope of like people being like, oh, would your loved one who's dead now, would they really condone this? And the villain being like, I know they wouldn't, but this is what I'm doing anyways. And it's supposed to be kind of like a, oh, shit, like they're like, you know, they're, right. they're really villainous. But it's a fucking Karen soccer mom saying these things. I I. I'm like, yeah, sure, fine, whatever, whatever you say, go yeah. on. Like, right. I, <laughs> I know what I'm doing had, is uh... bad, David. <laughs> it's just like, I, I feel <laughs> no I Maybe if we had more of the actual, is there even a society? Like, the whole ratting know. thing, can like, I, ratting I, on oh. your neighbors. I, I wish that there was something visual to accom- to just, like, Tell me what yeah. that was all about, because all of this is just expositional dialogue. It's just talk. And I don't know That's what to ground it, it in. Like, I don't know. I, w- was Henry doing something super bad? I don't even really understand what he did. I don't understand. I... Is this part of Fedra? Is this like a revolution against Fedra? I kind of got confused on on everything because it's all no, talk it, i know it was against fedra and henry or henry was an informant and that's why they wanted him i don't oh no he was an informant and that somehow got her brother killed or something and that's why i don't know it, again irrelevant dumb pointless di- sorry i'm an just attempt at making her a, a complicated character that can falls we, can... flat because i don't know what i it's just a sorry, bunch of pieces can... thrown in can I nitpick real quick? Because there's there's a scene in the move, er, movie, Jesus Christ. There's a scene in that episode uh, where they're escaping, where it could have been a really powerful and really, again, touching the surface of just showing how dark and how brutal this world is. And they completely fucking flubbed it. It's when they're about to get out and the sniper starts shooting at them. You know, and he and mm. like he's shooting at him. He's keeping him yeah. pinned, but he's missing. And Joel is just like, you know, he can't hit me. He's got shit aim. And Joel, you know, he gets in there. He's right. He does have shit aim. And you're just like, okay, maybe this guy is just bad. Maybe Joel is just, you know, good at moving around in the dark and he knows what he's doing. But when Joel gets up there, the it, it's an old it's an older man. He's got a war veteran like hat. And my immediate thought was, oh, because Joel is also just like he's like, don't do it. Because Joel has the drop on him. Like, he's like, I, you know, he, he, he if he tries anything, like, he's not going to win. Like, Joel's going to kill him. Mm-hmm. And Joel says, don't do it. And he says it in a way where I'm like, oh, shit. That guy doesn't have shit aim. Because, again, war veteran. I think it might have even been, like, a Marine hat. So I'm like, no, this guy, like, knows how to shoot. He's missing on purpose. He wants someone to come up there and kill him. Like, he... he he does he can't take his own life so he's trying to make someone else do it for him and i thought joel like picked up on that like i thought joel because you know he has experience in the world where he's just like i know why you're doing this please don't make me do it and the guy he's also you know, ex-military too joel so yes like, yes you'd understand like this is a guy who can't shoot this kind of yeah maybe he's decorated in a certain way this is could be me totally embellishing the scene but yes yeah but i'm building your perfect world and but then he goes to do it and joel shoots him because you know joel has to defend himself but it could have been this really powerful moment of just like this and they could have still used it to have the others catch up with them but it could have been this really powerful moment just to show just like how depressed and just done with life some people were and just like this dark just this dark moment to really emphasize just how fucked the world is that someone would do this 
But then it pans over and he's got a radio and fucking Karen is on the radio being like, keep them pin there. And it's just like, ah, uh, thank you for ruining that. Jesus Christ. And, and any you know potential... what it would improve this scene? Yeah. The world opening up and zombies pouring <laughs> out of the ground. That was something else that happened. Yes. But sorry, but that's, that's just dumb, but it didn't really, that was just a fucking contrivance. They I, I, honestly, again, it I was literally like they, the hand of God crushing yeah. the ground. So zombies <laughs> would come out. There was no reason for that to happen. Yeah. But again, I really feel like they could have had such a powerful moment and they, uh, they, they had it in their hand. They were on the touchdown. Like they were over the line and they somehow tripped and fell all the way back 50 yards. And it's just like, I don't, you, know, you it's, had it's it. the thing that you had it. They had it. Like, uh, see, they do again, that a few times is, in the show. Sorry, this... they just they do that. They they try and connect things that really don't need to be connected a lot. Like yeah. that guy's connected to her. The guy, the soldier in the beginning, is someone that Joel knew and may probably kissed on the cheek once. Wait, you know, what? like stuff what the like fuck that. you're talking about. I mean, this is oh, in the first episode, sorry, the one no, soldier thought, that sorry, like, sorry, Joel sorry, knows sorry. this soldier, no, but he's going to punch you, him anyway. I thought you meant in the very beginning opening. Sorry. No, 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 not <laughs> that like, what one. Are you talking no, about? the other soldier. The yeah, other okay, soldier. no, 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 I know what you're talking about. That yeah. one is a bit more acceptable because at least they were in the same area. You know, and he said, don't go out on patrol tonight, so it right. would kind of make sense. But, I no. I know. It's, it's just like, one of those the, things where, yeah, there's a lot more of that. Those these little connections that they again, feel a, a need to form. This is something that I would want to ask Druckmann because I would explain what I just explained to you and be like, you had this amazing scene. Why the fuck did you do that? Why did you you had? How did you fumble it? How did you do that? Tell me. <laughs> and right. I just. Uh, I don't, they just sorry. wanted to a, to pull the sniper from the game, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, we do it like that." But they have. How did they? Mm, I just, I, <laughs> I just don't understand how you get that far, and then you're just like, "Okay, let's add in this last thing and completely butcher any message that we could have potentially shown here." In a very su- maybe that's why because it was subtle. Maybe that's why because the characters didn't blatantly explain everything to uh, to the people that are watching. Because we're big dumb idiots. Mm. <sighs> Sorry, I I needed to bring that up because that pissed me off so much. Um, uh, no, understandable. that entire thing feels <laughs> what very. Talking about? That, that entire sequence was strange, and it was also the only bloater. I think I'm trying to think back. I think they brought out mm-hmm. a bloater. Mm-hmm. Bloater once, and everyone was dumb and just standing there as all the infected right. ran at them. Right. No, that's what I was thinking. Like the in that. The, the ground opens up and hell itself is unleashed and all those people die. And I just remember thinking, am I supposed to feel like some sort of vindication for this villain lady being mauled to death by an angry child? Yeah. Or am I, I supposed to feel some sort of sympathy? That whole subplot is weird, full of Very... needless connections, and I don't quite understand it. Maybe I need to watch it again. Maybe you need to shut up. How about no, that? it's a it's a lot of surface level bullshit. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I, like, it, it, that is... That's what it is. <laughs> right. I don't really. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's just a. Sorry. Uh, uh, it's one of the weirder parts of the adaptation, which is upsetting because the Henry and Sam stuff felt pretty good. I don't know why they thought they needed to staple this other subplot to it. But it's not as bad as definitely. Can we talk about the, my least favorite uh, adaptation? 
Yeah, go on. The thing they did the least. Uh, Talking about the that, waste. Like, I, I think that there's there's a, there's arguments to be made. You know, oh, it's not, it's inferior. It's not terrible. It's not like the worst. I think, I'm going to pull no punches here. I think that they absolutely destroyed the university stuff and everything that followed. Oh, my God. Don't. <sighs> Ooh. The university, uh, to, uh, honestly, we didn't even realize at first that they had already gone to the university and discovered that they needed to go further west to find the fireflies until they were already leaving the place. You're there in yeah. the university for like a minute. And I'm yeah. not exaggerating. It may be two minutes if you're very good and watch the extended version. But like, that should be an important place in, the, in itself, going to the university and seeing that, okay, the fireflies aren't here. We need to go here. They don't even really, you know, they don't choreograph that well. Obviously, yeah. in the game, it's a whole level, but still, they just well, something to draw more attention to it. Okay, but you, you know what they? Uh, sorry, now you're just like they they literally walk into like the foray of the fucking university, and that's it. That that's that's yeah. it. No, they go to that's... the one lab for like five seconds. And they're like, well, this will go. No, west. no, 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 no. They don't even go into a lab. The lab equipment is sitting out in the middle of like the fucking uh like um like main hall. They go into they go into a room past the main hall. They go into second. No, room. they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. I do, I I. They have I... that like they have that like impromptu like medical triage set up in the lobby, but then they go in a lab. There's monkeys in the lab. I remember that. Okay. You know what? You're right. Sorry. <laughs> I, I knew the monkeys would jog your memory. Yeah, you're right. The monkeys did jog yeah. my memory. Okay. Right. That's but correct. Thing, like, <laughs> yeah. But but here's the thing. It's so quick. I don't even blame you for not even realizing that at first. Because they're they're in and out in like a second. Yes. They're, it, it's so quick. And the way that... Okay. Because this is one of the worst changes ever. It's so stupid. Remember how... Remember oh earlier goodness. how I said that um, sometimes they just make the characters act like they've never stepped outside before ever? So they get Especially ambushed. when it's a character who is literally like the embodiment of survivalism in this world. Yes. And then they make them do dumb shit. Yeah. Like... And Joel... I'm, not, I'm not... Not even trying to gussy it up a little bit. No, this yeah. is a dumb change. The worst change. Very stupid. So, Joel... I'll explain it very quickly. In the game, Joel gets injured. Uh, like, uh, not not um, not fatally, not mortally, um, gravely. Sorry, that's the word I'm looking for. He gets like gravely right. injured. Like marauders he... get into the university, yeah. and uh, in fighting them, he falls off a uh, a balcony of sorts and, and lands right on some rebar. Yeah, and it goes like right through, like almost, uh, like uh, think of like entirely through. Yeah, yeah it, and like it goes all the way right through. through. Yeah, and they have no, and to get Joel, and it's not like they have to get him off of it. Like he has, like there's no way to, like, uh, you know, um, right. There's no, no way to. They, they are you they are closing in around him. The only yeah. way Joel can survive this is if they pull him off that rebar. Which yes. you know, you pull something that big sticking out of you out. Little uh, fun fact: you shouldn't be taking stuff like that out because that's yeah. probably keeping more blood in you than letting it out. Yeah. So. But he has yeah. to go. Like he has yes. to lift off that because that's coming out of the ground. You can't move that. You yeah, no, you. Joel. It's also fucking steel bar, so it's not like you can easily snap it either. So like right. you're you have you have no choice. What happens in the show is that they get ambushed by four dickheads. 
Some guy, I don't even remember, I think he breaks his bat on the fucking tree that Joel is standing by because he misses. Mm-hmm. And Joel, like, something punches like him away or something, or shoots, I don't know, he somehow gets him away, and he, he's he been stabbed. Like, the baseball bat got, like, I guess broken into such a perfect stab that the guy stabbed him when Joel wasn't paying attention, I, I, I guess, in, like, the stomach. Oops. Oops, and they have the horse, and they, they he can easily get up and go. But no, he fucking... Pulls it out. All of us were literally sitting there watching this, screaming at him, don't take it out. Do not take it out. We are a bunch of soft-boiled boys. We are not survivalists. Mm -hmm. We are not, like, gung-ho, like, outdoorsy kinds of people, necessarily. Even I know not to pull something out like that because you're going to bleed more and joel like a goddamn idiot pulls it out and starts immediately bleeding everywhere and it's just like you're what did you think would happen i don't know what's gonna go back in i don't know it's 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 so dumb it is top contender for the worst change ever because it makes joel and and i say this a lot and you know sometimes it's subjective but no actual idiot for doing that and it it really seems like he has no survival experience i'm sure Mm -hmm. in the 20 years he's been surviving joel has been stabbed (laughs) like right i'm sure it's not even survival experience in this world again ex-military yeah yeah he should know that he (laughs) He if anyone's going to know to not take something that big that's jabbed in you out it's going to be Joel. Yeah. So what does Joel do? He takes it out. He takes it out. And then... So it just and the, when I, I, Yeah. Sorry, go well, on. Like, <laughs> you, you, we talk about logistics a lot here on Chatting with Fate Complex. That's what we do. We talk about that's logistics. What we do here. Yeah. Uh, True. What follows is ruined by logistics, I think. Because yes. you know, I, I, in both instances, Joel bleeds and goes unconscious. Yep. And that's, you know, understandable. Both stabs. Yep. Understandable. Uh in the game, they aren't very clear on time. I'm pretty sure it's been a while, but I'm pretty sure Joel hits the ground. There's a second pause, and then just cuts to winter. And they just say it; it's winter. Yeah. It's not clear how it's. They, they probably didn't get very far because it's just Ellie dragging Joel around. But still, yeah. the time itself is vague, and that's okay because well, we can we can consider like okay, well, it's. It's been long enough. Well, okay. Let me, let me, because let me just uh, paint it extra clear for you. It's like autumn when they get attacked, like at the university. I think that part of the game is directly like the fall portion. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how they break it up. It's like in fall. And then when you hard cut to the next scene, it is like dead winter. So, like, mm-hmm. at least a couple months have gone by. Like, it, 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 at least right. a month. Or even just weeks. Like, yeah. Even if it was, like, oh, late November. It's still, time has passed. How yes. much? It not... doesn't matter. Enough has passed. Yes, exactly. It's not It's not a insignificant amount of time. It is a right. good amount of time has passed. Whether that's months, some weeks, enough where it's a significant um change. Yeah, it's also <laughs> it's also slightly on top of that. It's also slightly a mystery because, like, again, because of that, you don't know if Joel is still alive. 
Yes. After that. Yeah. You can because probably it cuts... assume, but it cuts immediately to winter and it cuts to just Ellie. Yeah. Just so Ellie. Know, correct. Right yeah. away. And she's got like, she's got Joel's rifle. So like a lot of the, and you start playing as Ellie, which you've never done before. Um, right. But uh, in the show. <laughs> they decide in the show. I don't even remember how they establish it. I just know that we all know that they, it's established that it's been like two days. Yeah. Two, two days. days since Joel was literally impaled. I'm sorry, but that's too few days. That is too few days to assume that, like, they do show Joel in a bit of pain. But this is a really bad injury. They show, like, two days. What do you mean? They show Joel talking to God. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that man's eyes are rolling up in the back of his head. He's out of it. He's done for a very long time. But they never ever cut away. They just, uh, they just like it's like okay, Ellie, like uh, st- uh like kind of stitched him up with what she found. She immediately headed out. She immediately went to start hunting deer. She immediately ran into David. She immediately <laughs> held him hostage. Right. She immediately got like penicillin or whatever the hell she got, and she immediately injected Joel. We never have any sort of break to show that Ellie has been on her own for a while, trying to take care of Joel and nurse him back to health. No. Right. That doesn't happen. <laughs> no, it it's too close together. It's just, and then like, uh, so I'm just thinking about the David stuff too. Just because like, yeah, David in the game, they... like it, it it it's it's you're probably not that far from the university, and maybe it's the case there too. But the, again, this is a case of the vagueness makes it work, because when Ellie's alone with David. Their conversation starts all genial, but then he transitions to talking about some of his men who went somewhere and they never came back. But the the funny thing is, the the reason they never came back was an old man traveling with a little girl. And it's that moment you know that he's pretty sure he's that little girl. That probably means that old man's around here somewhere too. But they don't, he does, like maybe he is referring to the people in the university. Okay. But he he's not that specific. He's not like, oh, they went... I think he does say something about going into town. But he's vague enough with his language that... It's, he's probably not the boss, right? Like, it's been David the whole time. His men have been across the country. You've been killing them the whole time. Yeah. But he's vague enough with the language to put across that it's very possible you've, you've encountered and killed a lot of his men in that time. Maybe not the whole thing. But maybe the past few, uh, maybe the entire fall chapter, maybe something, you know, <laughs> this guy, you've, you've dealt, this is the guy that something's been building up to. Even if that's not the case, it puts across that impression, right? Like he's, he's been behind a lot of things. He also doesn't reveal this immediately. Like you yeah. have a pretty good amount of back and forth between the two before this kind of like sinisterness kind of really starts yeah. to settle in. Right. Meanwhile, I'm fairly certain David in the show, show. <laughs> David in the show set like specifically mentions he sent people. I, I it had to be to the university because the, the, again, it's been two days. They can't have gotten far. Yeah. There was like four people, and only one person died. But that yeah. guy was a father, which is another pregnancy subplot. Right I was gonna there. say that's like another that's another oh, no, Neil Druckmann plot. 
just realized that. Father. But then the whole <laughs> that's the reason why David doesn't like Joel and why he would like to find Joel and kill Joel because he killed that really nice guy. That guy was so nice. He was the coolest guy. He made the, the best brand guy. muffins. He was the so cool. he made the best people muffins. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. You could really yeah. taste the eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just it feels so much more contrived when you condense it so much to the span of a couple days. You were absolutely right. Like immediately this, immediately that, immediately that. This one person you killed, not you know. The several I obviously they've killed less people in the show, but still it feels yeah. much more contrived. But and also just real quick, I want I need I need to throw this in here because it's not just that like all these events are happening like this. It's also that you don't get any buildup with David. He literally reveals that he's like a bad guy in like the whole little girl and old man speech, like five minutes after meeting him. Like it's like immediate. Right. They barely have any back and forth. Right. In the game, so, you have a bit of a a bit of defend the house with David, so you have a little bit more time together. They basically cut out all the gameplay, so you go from meeting to the conversation. And that it's not to say that they don't build it up; it's just that it's much more abrupt, just because oh God, they don't yeah, have that. They don't have what's in the middle. I would say they don't really build it up. That is my take on it. Classic Logan take. <laughs> Sorry, it's it's all coming back now that we brought it up. Yeah. So like the. <laughs> The rebar scene, I think, is legitimately bad. I think that yes. that is, objectively speaking, a terrible choice. Absolutely. But probably, like, the most disappointing adaptation of the show, to me personally, is David. And I'm not even, like, a huge David stan. I just don't feel like... You don't stand I feel like the... they had potential. <laughs> he had potential in the show for what they were doing. Scott, what do you mean? You don't stand the cannibal rapist? <laughs> well, not in the show. <laughs> Wait a minute. Or Hold on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. But like, my they, lawyer has advised really... me to say that that was a joke, and neither of us endorse cannibalists or and, and slash or rapists. <laughs> been All about legality. Jetting with Finnegan. Bring it back full circle. Woo! Go on. It's not over yet. Anyway, uh, the uh, but like, I, I, I feel like they <laughs> really underserved David here. Like, again, he maybe wasn't, like, legitimately, like, the big guy. You know, the big, the boss, the the, the Don of everyone yeah. in the first game. But at least he had enough panache. It made sense that he was, like, not the ultimate thing, but he was, you know, he was the, a major step. He It made sense <laughs> that he was the second-to-last major hurdle of the story, David's yeah. part of the story. Yeah. Like, they built him up enough, and he had enough... He had a presence to him. That's and the, ex- the, yeah. the thing with the thing with David is that he's another example of weirdly trying to add a lot of little connections and things to mm-hmm. him to the point where he ends up being nobody and having no presence. Like yeah. they I'm my underst- my thought behind David, the thing that I I feel like they could have latched onto better. So they kind of have a more culty aspect about David's group in the show oh my and that's god that's fine I, whatever I, yeah so the thing get, about that is on. that you know david's you know he introduced himself he was a teacher now he's a preacher and that rhymes and i found the time to talk to you about the deer and you know he's talking to ellie about that and oh, so okay. <laughs> thought you're gonna keep rhyming <laughs> <laughs> no, i dicks too much of my strength <laughs> but you know 
he he insinuates to Ellie later when he has her he has her captive. He he's her. he's a preacher. He has her. He has. <laughs> uh, he's not really like he's a preacher, but he's not a preacher because he believes you know God and His divine wisdom will give him the strength to get through this. He's a preacher because God and His divine wisdom is what the people follow, and he wants to be followed. He likes being called daddy, basically. Can we? Oh my God. I was going to say, can I please bring up the most disappointing aspect for David for me? Go is ahead. that they, again, you're absolutely right. In the game, he had a presence. Like, I could see why people followed this guy. Um, <clears throat> he's got like a, he's got like, a, you know, like a, he's got a charm about him. Even though, like, right. he's the type of guy that I feel like could convince a bunch of people desperate people that in order to survive they need to do some pretty terrible things and he talks you know, sense although he, you can he, tell that he's not a man of of reason yes yes exactly show david they could have gone if they wanted to make him more sympathetic or again shown just how much the world beats you down and just makes you lose your senses where you do horrible stuff like that maybe out of survival you know not to say that, you know, we don't know their situation. Maybe it could have been that desperate. But they take that perfectly good role of kind of this, like, morally gray thing for characters. We can really have that conversation of people being like, you know, you're doing horrible, awful things. You should never do this. And, he, you know, he comes back and retorts like, we were out of food. We were desperate. We literally would have died if we didn't do this. And this is how we've been surviving. It's the only reason we survive. You know, like justifying the terrible actions they've had to commit to survive, which is a theme of The Last of Us, or should be anyway. Um... But instead of doing that, they decided, no, we're just going to have a scene where a girl is like, I don't even remember what she says, but David just fucking slaps her across the face. And it's just like it turns David from like a charismatic leader who, you know, potentially could just be leading a bunch of desperate people, even even being desperate himself, just trying to survive if you wanted to go that route. And, you know, they just go down like they just went down this dark spiral that they really can't get out of. And mm -hmm. it just turns it into, OK, he's a very stereotypical cult leader. Um, He's just and he just craves power. Woo. That is so fucking interesting uh excuse me while i take a 20 minute nap like it's just like they right. they took david who could have been something unique and made him generic it's right or even if so they just frustrating. pushed it further because the end is like maybe he is lying to ellie trying to just like calm her down just like hey come on now maybe he's trying to gaslight her when he's saying stuff yeah. like we had to do it when we you know we to survive but the problem is, I don't have any evidence that he is. I don't really, I don't, I don't, he could be, sorry, it's just this weird, like, mess of giving him sort of a sympathetic rationale, but not making it clear if that actually is his rationale. Like, it, he's kind of sympathetic, he's kind of psycho, he's kind of domineering, he's kind of generous. Like, it, it, there's a lot of little half ways that they give him, when they he never... didn't really have that before. They never commit David in any direction, and it really hurts no, his character. <laughs> it absolutely does. He he uh, had the I'm, potential I'm, to be very good, and they never 
committed in any direction with him. Don't even get me yeah. started after having met Ellie for two fucking seconds. He's just like, you and me can rule this city, Spider-Man. <laughs> like, like literally. Oh, we'll just eat Cheetos. Ah! But hey. seriously, like, but that's yeah, like you know, the level of dialogue that he has with Ellie. And also, again, characters being fucking stupid i don't think like i think a select few know about like the cannibalism in the group i don't think everybody knows but then they have fucking ellie locked up in like their fucking meat locker and there's just an ear on the ground and it's not like and they never clearly establish like okay did like david's just like oh whoops forgot to point uh, you know pick that up but since he's never committed into like full psycho i don't know if he put that there on purpose to fuck with her or if they're just actually idiots and left out evidence of their horrible crimes where anyone could fucking see i i don't i don't what's the thing like in the game in the game was it clear that all the bandits that were eating that stuff knew it was people no but that's kind of like but maybe they didn't know and maybe they just don't care. Maybe they're crazy. It's it's these vagueness, you know, th- these vague aspects of it that actually end up working in the favor of David and his crew because it it inadvertently builds their mystique a little bit. It builds their presence. But there's yeah. just so many like half explanations regarding David this time that it just ends up <clears throat> at zero. He's yeah. in no direction. He's got no he's not present he doesn't have this threat about him really. I no. think another thing too is that this this whole episode with the if you're going to stretch anything to two episodes, oh my it God, shouldn't have it... been the Kansas City stuff. It should no. have been David. It should have been it, David so much. I, I'll, you could have even screw it. Add another episode, make it 10 and have two episodes with David. Yeah. I don't care. You needed to do more with David. I think that's part what? of the reason why it was such a great segment in the game because it had that pacing that you it built in all these different directions. You know, you have Ellie kind of fighting, it builds up, and then you have Joel looking for her, that builds up, and then you go back to Ellie, and then you go back to Joel, and then it it climaxes at the whole David boss battle, and it, it just ends with this uh, this really this searing emotion as they finally reconcile, and it's just this horrible sequence. Like that's that shit powerful. Like that the David stuff is great in the game, but it's over in a blink in the show when yeah. it really shouldn't be. This is the penultimate hurdle to cross here. This yeah. should embody the. You're right. This this David and his crew embody like the ultimate struggle at the heart of the Last of Us mm-hmm. universe that needs to be overcome so they can get to their final thing. And they he just doesn't in the show. It's yeah. just like a. It's the most diversiony diversion out of all of them. And this is supposed yeah. to be a core aspect of the story. Yeah, they they literally they. Oh my god, take out some of the bullshit episodes. Or just sequences. Add another episode. You easily could have split David into two episodes. And it doesn't need to be David in all episodes. Have the first episode, Mm -hmm. have like half of it just be Ellie's like surviving without Joel. Just show her struggling and what she has to do to keep him alive. And she's like barely getting by. And then Mm -hmm. second half of the episode, you can introduce David. You can introduce like the village. And I I actually don't remember if they introduced the village in the game, but essentially like, no, there wasn't really a village in the game. Okay. So, but dedicate that time to build Ellie and David and kind of be like, okay, he, maybe he's in like another good Samaritan do what the game did. And then at the very end of the episode, maybe, maybe you can reveal it there when he has like the whole thing, about, Give you us know, a little bit of dramatic irony where we can tell that something is going yeah. to turn, but Ellie yeah. maybe can't. Ellie's maybe trusting a little too much. 
Yes. And then you can start out the second episode and real and then and then have the chips on the table. Like start out the second episode, David like revealing his true colors. Ellie and uh, David have that, you know, their scuffle or whatever. And then like um, maybe halfway or maybe a little more than or sorry, a little less than halfway. But then you can cut to Joel and like have Joel take up like. Uh, like. I don't know, like a third or maybe even like half the episode of him doing his thing to get to Ellie. And you can cut in back and forth between them, you know, to get uh, what they're doing and whatnot. And then uh, then you can have it all culminate in the fire with the almost uh, uh, the almost rape scene. And then, you know, Ellie, then Ellie kills him and then Joel comes and finds her and gets her out of there. Like it could have been so much better. Can we also talk about how how less powerful the 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 ending fight was? First of oh, all, yeah. David's uh, so, uh, sorry. it was basically one round of the boss fight. That's it. Well, not even that, but they're in their village. So like David's home and like a fire starts and David just stares at it and doesn't put it out. Like this is your home base and you're just letting it burn. What the what? Stu so that's stupid, first of all. Mm -hmm. And then the whole thing, and then yeah, it is just one round. There's not really any tension because she fucking immediately gets him. Um yeah. and then he gets on top of her, says some, you know, weird rapey shit, and then she turns the tables on him. Bat like you know, it, it does it does the scene from the game where she's just like chopping into his face. She's just like bah, 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 bah. But instead of Joel coming in and grabbing her and stopping her from, you know, like uh, slashing his face because he snaps and, her out you know, of it. He yeah, he, he snaps her out of it. Instead of that, Ellie just stops and Joel is just kind of walking into town and Ellie walks out of the burning building and then he hugs her and he's like, you're, you're okay now, baby girl. It's just like, you, Joel, you have no fucking idea what has been transpiring. You, like right. you didn't come in you saw her walking out of a burning building you didn't see her hacking a man's face apart you have no idea it's 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 right. so much worse it's just it's weird too because they it's almost like the blocking the composition of the shots where ellie is going absolutely nuts on his face with a knife it's mm -hmm. like the exact same as the game a machete machete sorry yeah. I, was it a machete in the, yes. in the show, or was it a? I I thought it was a machete or a in the really game, it big was a machete. knife. It was. I think it was a big knife. Okay, maybe it, it was, was big, big and sharp. It was going into his face more times than the doctor recommends. That's all yeah. that needs to matter. Oh yeah, no, and they, they framed uh, it. Then they, yeah, sorry, they could Well, yeah, they framed it exactly as it is in the game. So why don't they just you know continue the scene from the game as it were? <laughs> if you're going to take, why are you taking just? They, they do this a lot too. They take like direct scenes from the game and just adapt them. But only parts of them, and then some of them they just don't like. And then they make them worse. Yeah, like Joel oh and Ellie God. in that burning building, it it just mangles it mangles me inside that scene. Like that is a that is a gut wrenching scene. So why do they because stagger they, it out? Why don't they just take the scene? If you're gonna recreate I don't half know, of it, why not because, the other half? Again, that's kind of how Ellie is reacting. I feel like Joel can kind of tell what happened. You know, right? Like he kind of has this sense, like you know, like. There's something like, you know, like he's also good. he's watching her kill a man in a more brutal fashion than either of them have killed a man 
in, yeah. in, in the rest of the game. And that's saying something. Joel can yes. get kind of brutal in that part of the game. Yes. So he like immediately picks up like, okay, something like really bad, like probably like his, like his dad brain is probably being like, okay, this is like probably something like sexual, like something awful yeah. like that happened. But again, in the show, Joel has no fucking context. It's just because it happened in the game. That's what Joel says. And that's how they react, right. even though he has no right. discernible way to understand what would, you know, what actually transpired. It's, right. it's again, it's just, it's worse. I don't understand right. what the fuck is know. wrong with them. I don't oh know if it's God. just me, but that yeah. moment in a lot of moments, I feel like in the show, do you get the sense, and maybe this is just certain nuggets, maybe this isn't a, like a pervasive problem. Yeah. But a lot of times when they directly take a scene or a line of dialogue from the game, it almost feels like, I want to say perfunctory. I used that word earlier, but I'll use it again, damn it. Like, some of the lines, like, they deliver the lines and then, like, like they deliver them like they're late for their chat taxi or something like that. Like, David's like, what'd you say again? Little Pete. And then he's out the door before he even finishes the little pieces. Uh, they just do certain things because that's what they do in the game. But again, you know, that's not the right place that's not the right mood for it like you know, i don't uh, uh, reconciling no maybe you're it's just me but i, no, I feel like no 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 no, you're a hundred percent right it, it's weird that they'd go out of their way to replicate some things but then it almost feels like they don't want to replicate some things they're just doing it because they have to because that's the last of us they're known for it so i don't know it's a weird sense <laughs> it was all the parts that bruce <laughs> wrote <laughs> oh no now you're putting that conspiracy in my head that this <laughs> Drockman didn't like those lines. I would be uns I would be unsurprised if he was that fucking petty. I'm sorry. I really don't like Drockman. He's such an ass. <laughs> no. I, I we said this in the first episode, but I do want to highlight again that they don't give Bruce Straley any credit in the opening no. credits, which is a which it, it is pisses me off. I I don't know. Maybe it was Druckmann who did most of the work. I don't know, but Bruce Straley was a pretty integral part of the first game. Yeah. Like, regardless, it, he he received the top billing on it in front of yeah. Druckmann. Like, yeah. and the also, fact that his again, contributions aren't being referenced at all I, is I, definitely upsetting. Yeah, and I have to imagine, it, it, again, whenever, again, whenever Neil Druckmann gets, like, creative control, you just, just going from The Last of Us to The Last of Us Part 2, that's a full-on Neil Druckmann game. Like, I... I would be so hesitant to be like, oh, Neil Druckmann did like most of I, 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 I'm so hesitant to not think that Bruce had a lot to do with maybe maybe even just rewriting some stuff. Maybe Druckmann did, you know, most of like the overall story and most of the stuff, but like just going in and changing some things and making them better, because when you give Druckmann mm -hmm. his own thing, it's not anywhere near the quality <laughs> right they made some great things together so i and again i have to and again really was a big part it, of it part of me feels bad for like shitting on another writer this hard but it's like when you're so far up your own ass like then all bets are off at that point <laughs> right when, when it doesn't matter if it's a joke if you're unironically using the term haters there's something no there's something, there's something wrong uh, 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 you there's get something there. you deserve every fucking thing that's coming towards you i'm sorry <laughs> yeah. right. when you're unironically using it 
when you're Speaking legitimately like, oh, easy. the only people that don't like it is the trolls. Then it's just like, okay, no. Right. right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Well, that's that one back, Chief. Welcome yeah. back. Go on. Sorry. About, what are you saying? Uh, <laughs> not, totally not acting like uh, we're hating anything. You, yeah. There was something about the ending you wanted to touch on really quick? Yeah. The, Maybe uh, it's not quick. I don't know how much time you had ready for it. Yeah, there's a couple because you reminded me again with the changing thing, because I, I, I there's a couple of things about the ending because it's so much worse than the original game. Mm. First of all, again, that's the episode where Joel won't shut the fuck up and is completely out of character. Right. Uh, the way that they get to the hospital is a lot worse. They literally get thrown a grenade at them instead of Joel desperately trying to rev- uh because uh, Ellie, uh, sorry, me now. Yeah, I think yeah. I know where you're going with this. But yeah. In the game, Ellie almost drowns uh, when they're getting close to the hospital. And Joel is desperately trying to revive her. And some people, you don't know who they are, but they're essentially coming with guns. And they're, they're like, you know, telling Joel, put your hands up, put your hands up. He's fucking ignoring them. He doesn't care what they're saying. He sees Ellie not conscious. He knows she can't swim. And he's just like, like, I... She, he's losing his kid again um, and the only way they stop him is by hitting him in the head and knocking him out in the game or, sorry fuck <laughs> in the show uh, they're just walking through like a old army thing and they throw a grenade at them or like a flashbang and that's what it is so I want to establish this real quick in the game Ellie is unconscious She's completely unconscious. She is not conscious again until the very, very end. In the show, the flashbang does not knock them out. They take away Ellie, like, kicking and screaming. Like, and that's very important, okay? I I want to establish that. (laughs) Because the next scene, when Joel wakes up, Marlene's there in the game. Again, Joel wakes up and he's immediately like, you know, where's Ellie? Because, you know, last time he saw her, she was not in a good state. Marlene, you know, tries to assure him that she uh, or uh, kind of is talking around the point of where Ellie is. But again, Joel is not having it. Uh, So she's just like, you know, she's fine. She's good. But she's being prepped for surgery. Joel's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, And they they have a back and forth again, keeping things vague. They're not really going into the logistics of it. So I'm not questioning them. Um, and something else that happens in this scene that doesn't happen in the show is Joel calls Marlene out on her bullshit. She basically says, uh, you know, like, I've known her her whole life. I know better than anyone what this is, but we still have to do it. Like, we don't have a choice. And Joel is just like, yeah, you keep telling yourself that bullshit. He calls her out on her BS, which he totally should and would do. Right. In the show, starts off the same. Joel still, you know, very concerned about Ellie. Um, the uh, But then they go into the dumb explanation very specifically on how they would cure cordyceps, which, again, dumb. Um, I don't know if it has any basis in science. They didn't convince me it did, considering all the other stuff that they gave me. Um, <laughs> oh, no. But uh, they also say in this that she's being prepped for surgery. And again, sorry, in both of those scenes, Joel figures out through context clues because he knows that cordyceps grows on the brain, that the surgery is going to kill Ellie. And he's just like, no, you know, he's got an issue with it, obviously. 
Yeah. But in the game, yeah, but in the game, Ellie is unconscious the whole time. She never had a say. Marlene is basically sorry. The reason why Joel calls her out on her bullshit is because she says Ellie would want this. Like, this is what she would want to do. And Joel's just like, you don't you don't know that. Like, you didn't ask her. You didn't give her a choice. And that's part. And again, part of the moral conflict in the show. Ellie is conscious. She like Marlene, I think, fucking says like, oh, she and she's like really worried about you. But then she says, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and now she's being prepped for surgery and we didn't tell her anything like we didn't tell her is going to kill her. And you're just like, oh, OK, so you're just being straight up evil now. Like right. you're just you're just purposely misinforming this child about this. Right. Like, I don't even remember. I don't even think it was like kicking and screaming. They dragged her away. But the bottom line is that she was conscious between being retrieved and being on the surgery table. Yes. And Marlene. What did you you say? What did you tell her? What what, what did you do? Well, Marlene mentions that they didn't say that it was going to kill her, essentially, to Ellie. And what pisses me off the most about this scene is they have like the same kind of exchange in terms of like, you know, saying. This is what she would want. And saying all this other kind of crap. Joel never calls her out on her bullshit, which is just so frustrating to me. And also, again, if you want to talk fucking logistics, Ellie was awake. And you're saying things like, oh, she would want to do this. Motherfucker, why didn't you have Ellie tell Joel that? Why are you lying to her? If you're so convinced that this is what she would want to do and she'd be willing to sacrifice her life for this, why are you lying to her, putting her unconscious? And putting her in this surgery? And why didn't you just have her talk to Joel? You know Joel. You know he's a violent guy who's going to do stuff. You know, he's going to get his way, whether he talks you into it or he does it the physical way. Ellie would probably be the only one in that room that could convince Joel to let her do this. So why the fuck didn't you let her do this? What is wrong with you? Right. It's just, it's, it's just so baffling. How they've made it so much worse. I, I just the right. whole. And it's the not whole... even like a big thing. Again, it's these little things that they change for really yes. no reason. These yeah. little things that just change the trajectory of everything. Yeah, that make because... Marlene way more unlikable. That make the cure yeah. that less likely, even though it's yeah. already unlikely. And again, it's and again the re- the fact that Joel doesn't call her out on her bullshit when it's even more bullshit in the show just pisses me off um real quick before we get to the uh ending because again i wanted uh, just again talking about <sighs> changing scenes for no reason because they just feel like they have to put him in there the whole thing where joel gets around the guy escorting him out where you, again you show in the game it's only one guy so it's more believable that joel can get the drop on him and essentially what happens is he gets a drop on him, like punches him in the face. And he's just like, all right, tell me where she is. The guy doesn't, Joel gives him literally like a second to respond. He's just like, I don't have time for this. Fucking like taps him twice in the nuts. Like shoot, or sorry, shoots him twice in the nuts. And he's just like, where is it? And the guy, then the guy tells him where Ellie is. And then Joel pops him and kills him. In the show, it's so much stupider because there's two people. So Joel then has to like ninja MacGyver his way around two guys that have guns and he doesn't have any, which, you know, whatever, I guess. But then 
he has the one guy down, like he's got him, uh, you know, down and at his mercy. And they repeat the line again, you know, like, oh, where is she? Doesn't say anything. And then Joel says, I don't have time for this. And then shoots the guy in the head so he can't tell him. It's like, you fucking moron. You don't know where she is. What are you doing? Why didn't you just, you don't even have to shoot him in the dick. Just shoot him in the stomach. You know, just do something. You need to get that information. Again, it's characters being stupid. Like, that they've never survived in this world. And it's so annoying because, like, two episodes ago with David, Joel literally did this where he interrogated two people, got the information out of them, and then killed them. But now, here, all of a sudden, he's just killing them? What? (laughs) I don't... (sighs) so dumb and then they have a big dumb sequence where they have, everything's very quiet and joel's going through and fucking murdering people and it's just like this is so stupid you didn't earn this at all i was so pissed off i, I... They, they, they... it's very like john wicky honestly the way he mm-hmm. goes through it's it, they try to make it very artsy and it's like well john wick is john wick i'm sorry but joel is joel and then he's just like walking yeah. through mowing people down it's just yeah. kind of weird it's very weird because they've never established that he can do that in the show. Yeah. If they've anything, actually, he was. They, if anything, they actually, you know, what, bring up something that makes me makes me makes me think up there. Yeah. Is that another one of these little things that gets in the way? Joel specifically tells Tommy. Yeah, I was going to say he's that worried whole... about going mm-hmm. with Ellie because he's not. He's an old ass man who can't do things. Yeah. And now he's an old ass man doing things. But, yeah, but, but, but then, it's like yeah, the letter it, said, hell, you get the hell out of the way. You know, someone I love. God yeah. help you if you're in my way. Yeah, no, Don't it's dumb. Things, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I then, mean, that's that was always going to be a bad one, though, because that's that's a sequence that really benefits from being played because yeah. it's putting it's making you complicit in it. Yeah. Now, but then yeah. again, they have the they have the obligatory thing. And it pissed me off so much when he went into the sorry because i know what they're doing they're setting up the plot for season two when he shoots the doctor like uh, it's so i was surprised that they uh you mean ali's dad the coolest dad i was surprised they didn't give him this whole little monologue they gave him in two like she's our chance to save the world what are you gonna do shoot me and then joel stabbed him (laughs) yeah and i just I'm surprised Joel right, dealt uh, with him very quickly. Yeah, I sorry, I'm just not even gonna get into that because I could talk about how stupid Abby's dad is in part two, but that's a fucking trend. That's a digression that's a that we've jumped not off and we'll to. jump yeah. off again when this yeah. season two comes out, I'm sure. Mm-hmm, Jesus Christ. I sorry, I'm uh, getting it out of my I'm just I'm getting the thoughts out. Yeah. Um It is funny though, I guess uh, Druckmann has posted a thing like, Yep, uh there'll be a season two, don't forget, because that will that is happening. I he wish I some could poster forget. involving Abby's arm and I'm seeing things like Abby confirmed for Last of Us uh, season two. I'm like Yeah, yeah no shit. What yeah. Uh, yeah, she's the one of the main characters. What do you mean? No, question. Sorry, this is a bit of a tangent. Abby's arm. Was it actually ripped or were they like are they being Oh yeah, powered? it was ripped. Okay, good. It was ripped. No, no. I, again, if they actually do that, I, I will be honest. I pray to God that whoever plays Abby has very thick skin because Jesus fuck. Um, but no, I hope they. Women. Well, no, but no, but I, I do hope that they at least try and keep it game accurate and actually get someone who, or I'm sorry, get a uh, 
uh, an actress that is actually kind of like, you know, like, a, I don't know if bodybuilder is the right word, but, you know, like has that like physique because they're I, right, muscular. Yes. you. I mean, you could find someone and no offense to Gal Gadot, but not like Gal Gadot muscular, like Abby muscular from like the game, like not yeah. toned. Like actually have some muscle on you, right? Um, <laughs> uh, but sorry, that was a, a tangent. Um, I'm trying to think of the whole thing. Um, I'm trying to think of if there's really anything else I had to say about the ending, besides because I, I feel like the last little thing we want to get into is just like an overall view of the acting. Um, I will I will say really yeah. quick well, another yes. little thing that I yep. thought was another slight like we didn't need this it was a little redundant there yep. is a little bit well I will say one other thing too this last episode is weirdly short like it is surprisingly it's, what, it's, it's like the I'm shortest pretty sure episode I'm pretty it is sure. the shortest episode which is only by a I couple d- minutes but still it is it's strange we, we give Bill and his completely uh, again I like the episode it's entirely irrelevant we give him an hour and 15 minutes but for the finale we make it the shortest episode it's like what the right, fuck it's is weird. going on in your head <laughs> and you can really tell that they're trying to uh pad it out a bit they give that strange re- rationale for uh ellie being immune yeah. which is a re- really long sequence it's two scenes and both of them are quite long yeah uh, it's also and then dumb, they have that moment uh, <laughs> that is that is dumb i don't i don't need to know that all i need to know is ellie's immune i don't need to know how yeah uh also wrong. Anyway, the <laughs> then there's that bit near the uh, not quite the beginning after all the Ellie birth stuff where yep. Joel, you know, admits to uh, Ellie a thing that has they've referenced in the series before where uh, Joel's kind of deaf in one ear because of a missed shot. Turns out it was his missed shot because yeah. he uh, contemplated suicide. The thing is, though, he that the, his last speech to Ellie already kind of implied that in the game because he's saying, "I struggled with survival for a long time." Yeah, you know, and you keep finding something to fight for, and that, no, Scott, but that's subtle. That puts it across. That's, well, that's subtle, though. Yeah. It's we subtle. can't do that in the show. Yeah. The people watching are stupid idiots. I had that moment watching the show where I was like, "Oh, it's the callback." To... Wait, no, that doesn't change anything. You're already going to say that. <laughs> I'm also sorry. I'm yeah. the, the way he describes it in terms of how he missed his shot is funny as shit to me. It's like I flinched and I somehow flinched the gun so hard that I fucking I missed because I'm assuming he's holding it under his chin because if it was in his mouth, it wouldn't fucking matter. So <laughs> or he was holding it against his forehead. So, sorry. It's just the way that he described it. Obviously, suicide's not funny. Suicide's not no. a joke. The way he was described, the way he told the story was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> right. Okay, because it's it one makes, of those other, it makes no, those other things. It's just, mm. Yeah. It makes little, no little sense things. how he described how he missed. It's right. stupid. Um, right. And ultimately but, feeling a little redundant. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say more than a little redundant. There you <laughs> yeah. go. I've qualified it a little bit more now. <sighs> but I, I don't know. Is there anything else we really want to touch on before we kind of talk about the acting real quick because i mean we're not we're obviously not professional actors but i feel like we could comment on kind of our feelings in terms of yeah how it was i mean played. like i i think generally speaking there was no bad acting in the show i think yeah, that I, there yeah. might have been some miscast actors i yes. don't think that the actors themselves were bad I I wasn't really blown away by anyone. 
No. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is, you know, not even to mention the two leads. I think Bella Ramsey did better as Ellie than Pedro Pascal did as Joel. Yeah. But I I feel like what it came down to is, uh, and this is going to sound weird, but I really do feel like it came down to voice. Now, I know that's really what you have in games, but we're at a point in games, too, where you can... You can make out articulate emotion in a person's face. You can mocap that. You can detail mm-hmm. that. But then there was like the strength of the voice acting of The Last of Us that really sold a lot of moments for me. <clears throat> and I don't feel I feel like they tr- the the actors, you can tell that they have more of a, you know, a general acting background. Because yeah. I feel like they didn't put that same attention in their voice. Yeah. No. Definitely I, I feel like they I feel like they went for that kind of like slightly too fast too mumbly more real style of talking and i i feel like it it's just not as impactful as the way uh as the way everyone talking like, i'm just trying to go through like i think the only acting i was really impressed with i thought like that's pretty cool uh nick offerman is bill i thought he did a good yeah. job uh, no i train bill that... as this 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 weird you know uh uh, conspiracy theorist kind of like I'm um, set up for an apocalypse kind of guy and when it comes to just basic social interaction he just kind of turns into a nugget because he, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing uh, no I think I I think he was of, the best in the show yeah Nick offer I don't know the actor's name that played adjacent to him in that episode but I think they were probably the best actors in the show I, like genuinely I think right. they gave the best performances and I mean it helps that they were only in one episode but I <laughs> They, they, I, I, one shot hit out of one shot taken is still 100% accuracy. It's true. I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of, especially on the emotional parts, and maybe it is because I'm comparing it to the game, but I mean, but I feel like that's How not unfair. Even, I, I feel like that's not even an excuse, though. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think any of the acting necessarily got bad, but I will say there was a lot more like mediocre than good. In my opinion, yeah. and a lot of the emotional moments really fell flat on its face for me. Like I was yeah. just like, <laughs> right. And again, and it could I'll never... be it could be greater influences. Like the, I feel like the, for a lot of those moments, like I was talking about, the pacing's a little too fast compared to the game. Yeah, that's true. Something happens, yeah. they deliver a line, and then immediately it happens. Like I think in the very first episode, you know, Joel's grieving over Sarah is much less drawn out than it is in the game, and it it destroys me in the game i was just watching the scene a few days ago and i still was like oh man, i don't want to eat my yeah. breakfast anymore i'm sad yeah <laughs> like but it, it felt a little I, again i feel like it goes for this like kind of talking a little too fast more real style you know real people mumble real people talk a little too fast but it's just this is real <laughs> it's lacking the real emotions though yeah no yeah that's what it that's honestly unfortunately i feel like it, i would honestly say everyone um it kind of lacks emotion. <laughs> I would say so too. So, uh, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I, <sighs> that's just kind of the case. Yeah. Like the whole ending speech with, or sorry, the whole ending scene with Joel and Ellie where they're talking and Ellie's saying, you know, like swear to me that everything you told me about the fireflies is true. And Joel says, yes, or I swear or whatever he says. And Ellie says, okay. I that was I I I I remember something I was seeing recently. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was some 
something along the lines of where, you know, when people talk, it's like 7% the actual words, 14% the delivery, and like 90%. That's not the right math, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, body language and stuff. And I, I body, think it was really yeah. the body language and the voices that really yeah. just... Yeah. I find it difficult to explain without actually looking at it, but you know what I mean? Like, there was a <laughs> lot more uh, characters being static and talking rather than moving and, you know, talking to that movement, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is that I don't feel like they're doing enough, the actors. I, they're just not doing enough, yeah. I guess. Yeah, because I was going to say, I feel like... Uh, maybe this... I, I don't know if this is necessarily the greatest moments of it um oh sorry before i say this real quick i also i do, I do want to commend henry and sam's actors because i think they did pretty well as well um yes yes uh especially henry at the end after he had to shoot sam he i think he did sell it very well into yes. yeah. yeah uh sorry we, we, i i, I, I felt like i had to bring that up <laughs> no 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 we i think we sounded a little too dismissive of henry uh and sam at the start of the episode because they yes. did they did great Their oh yeah they were mm-hmm. yep and they did um, they did a great job with what they had. Yes, uh, agreed. Um, but I feel like for me, the biggest kind of because, point uh... that illustrates kind of what we're talking about in terms of the acting is, again, the very last scene where Joel and Ellie are talking like it, it kind of started in the car. But I'm just going to go ahead and say the one where they're like up on the ridge or the mountain or wherever the fuck they are. Um some some overlook of of Jackson, right? That's yeah, what you're referring to. Yeah, where essentially Joel is kind of they're kind of talking, and um, essentially uh, Ellie just kind of confronts Joel. She's just like basically because they're having these the conversation. She basically just comes out and says, "Like, swear to me that everything you told or everything you said about the fireflies is true." And in the game. The way that it is, uh, like acted, like you can tell that Ellie kind of doesn't want to ask the question, but she needs to. Like she's just like we're right. like we've been dancing around this. Like we need to talk about this. And Joel says, "I swear." And you can like, like you know, you know, Joel is lying, but he says it with such like conviction that it's just like I could believe him. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I think I think the more powerful moment is when Ellie is looking at him. She's like studying his face. And she just says. OK, and it's like and I, I did it poorly, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I thought that was Ashley Johnson invading her Zoom call. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but no, the way the way that she says just that singular word. I. Uh, Mixed in Loaded, with like, okay. the facial expression. Yeah. You can tell that maybe you that's why it leaves it vague, which is why so many people like the ending of The Last of Us is because you're like, I don't think she necessarily believes him fully, but she wants to. It, right. Like, or even it, if she doesn't, she is accepting that that's this is what life will be. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go along with this. There's so there's so many meanings behind that word that you can attribute. You know, okay. Yes, and it's all thanks to the acting that really. And again, it's a singular spoken word, 
But because of the body language, the inflection, there's a lot of meaning behind that okay. In the show, it's okay. it's pretty much the exact same thing, uh, scene, sorry. Um, but just how they're delivering the lines, there's just like, there's not that emotion to it. There's not that, like... I, Ellie, the, we are the last of us. Yeah, like with Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey in that specific scene. I, there, I, I don't know. They, I just, I did not feel that same emotion. I didn't get those same mm-hmm. pickups. It, it was another one of those things where it just kind of felt like this is what we did in the game, so we have to do it now. Right. And I, I don't know. It was just, I, I feel like it was, we kind of brought this up before, but I kind of feel like, especially, which is unfortunate, but especially a lot of like the emotional moments from the game just really felt like they lacked emotion. Yeah, no, I, uh, I definitely I, agree. Sorry, there's, don't mean to tangent again, but. Um, Why are you doing it? I kind of wanted to, well, because it has to do with the acting and in terms of just kind of like one of the other like really big examples is when. Ellie confronts Joel about Sarah. And right. in the game, because like that, because that was like an Ellie example. The Joel mm-hmm. example is, and this is why I'm going to contend that I'm really disappointed that in the game, you can tell Joel is from the South. Okay. Like you can tell. He's got that drawl. I was re-watching some scenes. He does have the sayings, like some of the colloquialisms. Not a ton, but like enough to be like, okay, you're like, you know, you're from like the South. Completely absent in the show, which is such a shame. But, and I, again, mm-hmm. I will never give up the fact that I know Pedro Pascal can do a fucking Southern accent, so I'm never going to get over that. But, right. <laughs> right. um, well, it's like we but, were talking about in the, I believe it was the first episode, maybe it was about the second episode. Uh, Pedro Pascal just doesn't really inject that much warmth into his lines. Like, no, <laughs> I mean, Joel's a hard guy, no matter where yeah. you go, you know, which medium you take. But Troy Baker, his, his voice is so like rich and warm. And I don't know how he does his Joel voice, but I, it's like magic. Yeah. It, it contains all of that emotions. I maybe, I don't want to like say that this is what he's doing. But that I feel like there's maybe a little bit too much like surface level grit in Pedro Pascal's rendition. Yeah, no, because that's what I was bringing up when when. And again, this is kind of the again with the whole because I know uh, we were kind of talking about it earlier off podcast about like when I was saying like it kind of loses like the kind of like the southern charm that Joel had uh, in terms of kind of how he talks to people. And this is kind of where I really feel the loss of it, because the way he talks to Ellie, not only does is it very clear that he's like he's like holding back. He's like, do mm-hmm. not keep talking. But the way that he's like, I don't remember exactly how he says it in the show, because unfortunately, again, there's just not that emotion. Like, I don't I'm sorry. I did not believe that he was like just really, really just holding this back on Ellie. But Mm -hmm. the way that he says it in the game is he's just like, Ellie, you are treading on some mighty thin ice here. And it's like, you can, you can tell like that is 
Like I, I wouldn't say that. Like I would say, you, like you know, maybe you would, but it's sound weird. Well, not well, no, it. but but not like again. It's like this little thing of adding in like this, like saying mighty. Like I would say, you're treading on very thin ice because I'm boring. <laughs> but again, it's kind of like that southern charm. No, we're just like you're treading on mighty thin ice here. Like that is right. I, I well, feel it's like also that's... calling back to those. Like Joel's not in Texas anymore. We can assume that he yeah, hasn't been yes. in Texas for a long time. It's bringing yeah. him back. This conversation, yes, literally, exactly. to to Texas. Yes, and again, I feel like some of that. That's just that's just lost because. Yeah. The show, they say he's in Texas, that he's from Texas, but they don't. And again, it's not like you have to have some deep Southern accent to sell me, but you got to have the colloquialism. The, I got I can't say that fucking word. You have to have colloquialisms. the colloquialisms like you got to have stuff from it to show that's where you're from. Like we're from the Midwest and we say a bunch of stupid Midwest shit all the time. <laughs> like it's oh, just I don't know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, sorry. I'm just thinking about how much yeah. I actually do that like in the real world. <laughs> yeah. No, you know if the last of us was made in the Midwest because at the end of every conversation Joel would go, "Well." <sighs> and then <laughs> the move to get up. Please please stop calling me out. I just... <laughs> But again, it's like it loses some of that charm and some of that very subtle characterization because again as we've kind of right. established the show does not do subtlety no no i again like we we talk about all of these these are all admittedly little things and maybe yeah. to some petty maybe to some not yeah. uh, generally in the broadest broadest strokes this is still the last of us the last yeah. of us had a good story and this follows that mostly but again, it's the for me, it's the it's these little things that really they mount up on the series. And mm-hmm. the and the end result is I think something that just feels flatter than the yep. game. Oh god, so much. Right. Like I don't know. The the broad skeleton is still here. It's just that things are more redundant, things are more laid out, there's unnecessary connections. It's just Yeah. It 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 just feels flatter. I I could understand too far. I think. Yeah, I could understand if you've never played The Last of Us, why you would like the show. Like, I genuinely, as much as I've been talking shit on it, and not even sorry, not really even talking. Well, some talking shit, but I think this classifies as talking shit. Yeah, well, but also criticizing. I feel like with some fair points and whatnot okay. i can the see the line how we you would... on chatting with Vitacomplex. yeah I, I i can see how you would like it i i can but mm-hmm. to me it's such egregious it's such an egregious offense to what the original is because again it's all these little things some big things but a lot of these little changes that just kind of take away some of the magic take away some of the uniqueness right. that really grind it down into instead of being like a unique edge it's got it's very fucking rounded and right. i just uh, well i feel like just, there's a lack yeah. of a a distinct lack of tact as well and just it, oh, it yeah. feels like so many of these changes because they are little some of them are indeed petty yep but at the same time it's like well why did they make these changes in the first place because so many of these changes aren't you know, necessitating the transition 
to television or something like that. It's not something we have to sacrifice to make more sense on TV. Like a lot of these little changes could conceivably be in the game cutscenes, and it's like that. I wouldn't say it would work, but you know what I mean. Like it's just well, these weird little changes in logic. Yeah, it just. I mean, it just it brings it down. That's the thing that really I think why I'm so hard on specifically this adaptation because The Last of Us is probably the best game to adapt to a movie or a TV show because mm-hmm. like I've said a billion times before, it has caused irreparable damage to the gaming industry by making developers think that the way to sell their games is to make them like movies. That is what The Last of Us did. So to adapt it to a TV show or a film, you already have a formula that really follows a film like um, aspect already. So why you're making these changes for honestly, conceivably no reason is just like that. That just makes it so much worse. So it's... uh, like, why I, did you have to, you know, change it so that Sarah went in the house instead of having the house broken into? Why did yeah. you have to have that zombie kiss on a Torf instead of just kill her or something? Yeah. You know? God. Why did, why did you why, have why to did take you... that? Why did you have to half ass David being kind of kind of sympathetic, kind of just an asshole? Why are you randomly changing like the test thing? Why did you change it to infected? Why wasn't it Fedra? Like, even if you wanted it to be a shorter scene, they could just have a quick little shootout and have Joel and Ellie get away and then maybe Tess still blows herself up. But, you know, when they shoot her, she's got like a grenade in her hand. So like in the pins pulled and when she falls, you know, she lets go and boom. So that gets them away. But why why did you change it to infected and make the stupid kissing scene? Like what the like? Just why you had a formula, you mm. basically had again, you could take the cutscenes, you would still have to adapt some gameplay, obviously, but broad strokes, you could just take the cutscenes and fucking remake them in film. They're not that far off. Why, why right. did you do this? But then they do some things that you know, again, take more advantage of the fact that we are in television, not games anymore, and they expand certain aspects. But then they also still just try to do a direct adaptation and it puts it in this weird, awkward middle ground of not quite recreating in a way that I think could substitute for the game, but also not really working super well as just an accompanying piece, like something like Edge Runners, which will, you know, give you something totally new to chew on. Whereas this is just, it's a little too familiar to really work as like a companion piece. it's a it's a, it's a very strange amalgamation of again little things that I think make this show uh, absolutely inferior to its source yeah. material. I would yeah no I I do we just want to give because I I don't really know if there's anything too much else we have to say on this. Do we kind of want to just give final reviews? Uh yeah sure go ahead. Um I a hundred percent agree it is inferior to the game. Um, I said before that I can see why people like it. I am still going to say it's a bad show. I'm sorry. There's two because there's yes. Are there little changes from the games that are nitpicks? Sure. But I feel like there's still enough 
dumb, bad pacing and just stupid decisions by characters where I'm just like, I would just kind of, I, I would, I would be like, I, these characters are not great. You know what I mean? Like, I, right. I, I'm, I'm, is it the worst thing ever? No, definitely not. I'm still going to say it's in the realm of bad for me. Like I, right. I, I don't know that I can recommend this, honestly, even just on its own. I'll be honest. I don't know if I could wholeheartedly recommend it to someone. Literally, just if you want the Last of Us experience, watch the cutscenes on YouTube. Like, honestly, that yeah, that's kind of that was kind of my my question going in. Like, why not do that? Because again, you know, the cutscenes. I you could watch the cutscenes. You know, all connected in a great little line, and you'd yeah. miss some things because there are. There are on occasion, you know, those moments where The Last of Us does take advantage of being a game, of involving yeah. the player more directly. Uh, but even still, there are cutscene compilations that still include some gameplay. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've pretty much said my piece. Like, I do, I agree, it's inferior. I can totally understand if this is your first taste of The Last of Us. That I can understand enjoyment. I can see someone who, and if you're not someone who plays games, and this is, you know, you're just staunchly resolute i will not mess with the devil's trinkets then okay have this one then this is your punishment you can't get the real one but yeah. uh no but seriously i i again it's these little things i can understand why some people would enjoy it i think that the game is ultimately superior and uh I, i'm interested to see where because i think it's happening next week the game is finally releasing on steam an epic game store that's going to be a whole new uh, new audience coming in. Probably a lot of them from the show. I'm very curious to see uh, see what the consensus is online from this audience. Like, huh? They really gave it. They didn't give us much with the show, or maybe they think uh, I, I don't know. Maybe some people will end up liking it more. I think it's inferior. I think you're better off playing the game. Agreed. Um, you also, sorry, you know what? I, this is just a quick little thing I want to say. You know what? I'm not looking forward to. What are you looking forward to because i've kind of seen i've kind of seen this already of people being like <laughs> gamers why have you been hiding the last of us from us what oh, other I, games have the event <laughs> it's like fuck you right. Right. <laughs> that, that's the other thing i think we mentioned this too uh in the first episode but i'll do it again because i yeah. got time uh that that's that's the big deal with the last of us that really rankles my potato salad the fact that people treat the last of us as the game this is how you make a game this is what this is what games can do at their apex which is patently false in my opinion yes. i can oh the last of us is a fine game it's not an example of the strongest gaming can be it's just not you even... know not even remotely. I right. and I like The Last of Us. Again, I feel like I need to yeah. keep emphasizing this. I like the first. I like The Last of Us, specifically mm. the first game because the second game is trash. Right, but Jesus Christ, it is not anywhere near the best storytelling in gaming. Not even close. No, there are way better examples of games as tools for storytelling not games as vehicles for a story to tell yeah and that i guess that's you know call it gatekeepy i don't really care it's one of those concerns that i have that this is going to further that perception 
that the last of us is the like this is introduced this is the game this is what games are uh, capable of again you know adding to that myth that i don't think is well deserved i think it's a fine game i think that you know again people treat it as the apex when it is very much not in my opinion yeah agreed it's it's very annoying that people have that perception and it's just like you need to if i again i am not really for gatekeeping but shit like that like ah nah you you can stay away (laughs) right no i i i am perfectly fine with if this show gets more people into trying the game and into gaming as a result much like the first last of us did that's great that is a 100% positive thing. Get more people gaming. But again, it's that idea that it's like, this is the game. Not yeah. concerned. And especially when people are calling it like, this is breaking the video game curse, which is already wrong because Sonic came out and Sonic reviewed just as well. Yeah. But slightly better. So I don't know. It's a weird landscape out there now. Yeah, no, it, it, it. <sighs> pisses me off to no end when people are just like oh the last of us is really the the one that fucking you know the uh, the the game that really put gaming on the map like they, oh now we can really see what gaming is capable of it's just like fuck you fuck off just because this is what i i Sorry, I'm remembering just... now all of the quotes from Craig Mazin, which basically painted the picture that he played like Tetris <laughs> and then The Last of Us, and nothing happened during <laughs> in between time. Oh my God! The Last the of Us was that... a story about real people doing real yeah. things, not shooting lasers out of their teeth. Say so the fact that people are saying that when like Bioshock and Fallout exist just pisses me off to no end. <sighs> oh shock fallout silent hill portal the list can go on and on silent shadow yeah. of the colossus is one i like to bring up just if you're yeah. coming into gaming because of the, the last of us please play more games different from the last of us yeah you might be surprised i will say though maybe call it morbid curiosity i am somewhat interested in season two how that's gonna go no nope. just because i nope. think here's the here's the boo here's the boo just because I think that one of the greatest problems of The Last of Us Part Two was that it was a game. Because it was a game that did not understand how to involve the player in a meaningful way. All it wanted it to have, not even a player, it wanted to have someone to make feel miserable. So yeah. maybe in a medium where I'm not in control and can feel cheated, it'll go over better. But that's... I'm going to say we'll no. See. We'll see. <laughs> We shall see. Yeah, God, I hope not. <laughs> oh, you will see. We'll all see. Uh, my goodness gracious. you have anything else? I think that... Yeah, I feel like we've talked oh. about this. Uh, I think we've gotten our sentiments out. I Time think to wrap so. this up. Well, thank you everybody for joining us on this long episode of chatting with fate of comply uh <laughs> thank you scott for joining me um mm-hmm. i don't even have a joke about michael not being here it's just genuinely upsetting it's not a joke uh, it's upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> um michael's gone we're not going, going home 
Ever again. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I need to actually. We're like, never going to. No, I need to put the music in. Like <laughs> I, I thought the music was already going. Huh? I, maybe I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Have, have, bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>